This is Amani Trey Niner, and I'm here on Bellies and Bullshit to give you everything I got. You must not forget that absolutely anybody can get it. Black. Black, black, black. <laughs> black on black, black. Yeah. Hey. Okay, black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black, is black. black rims on this black, black wheels in this black, black wheel with this black bitch, black, so black on black on black on black on black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking all black, everything is black. black rims on this black wheels in this black wheel with this black on black, 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 black. Somebody should have knew that you do that. Do what? That's stop. You know, you shouldn't do that because I only think of terrible, fallacious things. See, see and that's, that somebody, that's not how we're going to start this I off I understand today. that that's, maybe that is what you think of. Maybe it's not what you think of. <laughs> but if not, now you do. And now you know that that's what he thinks of. So from this point, we know what you're thinking but about. But you're the you're only one that thinks to that. No, I'm the only no, person that says I'm, it out loud. I'm the second person now. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> That's the type of thing. That's, I mean, you know, that's how we're going to start this off today. All right, man. Well, look, man. This is uh, episode nine. nine. Episode nine. Y'all had nine episodes before I got here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we had to, we had to, you know, build it up, you know. Wow. To, 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 you know, because, I mean, you are the man, you know. You got, and, 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 yeah. and then we're we ending out the month with, with the best of the best, you know what I'm saying? So this month we've dedicated the month of uh, August to strong black males in Indianapolis that's actually made a difference in the community. Respect. You know what I mean? So we. So if y'all don't know this annoying-ass voice yet, wow. this is Amani Trey Niner, Thank the God. Sir. That's you, that's a, quite an introduction. My the God. I think, you know. I, I, or the Wizards, the Wise. once told me that if God chose a voice, it would be this one. Ooh. Well, I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm telling you what was shared with me. I mean, I don't, I, I, I can't not agree or disagree. Well, I just, you can, you can agree. I mean, I mean, I mean, do you think that he would choose your voice? Yeah, he definitely chooses mine. My, I stutter like a motherfucker. That's alright. I mean, you, I mean, you got a, a a strong, you know, voice. You know, okay. so it's cool. I breathe, I'm, I'm, sometimes I breathe heavy. <laughs> he can't let him record nothing for you. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we know who was shooting at. Niggas <laughs> 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 tired. <laughs> but man, let's get started, man. Look, real quick, we just want to let. Um, I know you, Brian, but I don't know your man. So I right, feel like okay. it only makes sense for us to have a our thing. Well, you know, I'm a. D Matt LaFlair. Okay. You know what Gang. I mean? I'm, uh, okay. I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 31. Big 30 30. You know what I'm saying? Plus I'm, Uno. I'm, I'm, I'm out here. Reggie Miller. No, no, no draws in the club type shit. Wait, hold on. What? Yeah. Yep. No, wh- why are you saying yeah? Are I'm you, just a. I'm, how yeah. do you know? Because. How do you know, Brian? Because I said it before. We've, we've oh, talked okay. about it on previous Don't episodes. Don't say yeah like that. It I'm not. like y'all was getting dressed together. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I love you. I, don't, I just don't want You're not looking at how other people are going to hear it. And that's not. Nigga says, I ain't had no draws on you. He was like, yeah. Why are you doing that? <laughs> I don't know why you. I don't we think you should do it. We got to start this. Huh? <laughs> you know, I, I like mean, this shit. This nigga, he, he crazy, bro. Hey, funny, funny as hell. Be honest, can I get a bottle of water? Yeah, for sure. Hey, bro. Hey, can we get a bottle of water, please? Please, please, please. Whenever you get a chance. Um, hey, you know what? I I don't like thank you. Really? I don't like thank so you. I don't, you say, I don't like saying thank you because I think it's rude. Mm. You know what 
thing. It sounds rude if you said, I like your hair. And I was like, thank you. It's like I already Like knew. arrogant? Yeah, it sounds like I already knew. So good job for recognizing that. That's what it said. I don't, I'm not saying I'm I don't right. like saying like sir and ma'am and shit. I like that. I, like, I, I, mean, I, serve, just, I serve everybody. Yeah, I mean, that's I don't just... ma'am everybody because some women take offense to it. And I still do, like young kids, like even kids, like little five year olds. I'll be like, yes, ma'am, good job, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And, you know, so, but it's always like mid, like 28 year old mm-hmm. women. They're like, I'm not no ma'am. Or, are you a man? <laughs> or you shouldn't be respected? I don't know. Yeah, you, I don't are know. you still in your whole I was raised place? correctly. I don't, I, I don't know. I call all men, all the dudes, buddy. Okay. Wait, what? Right, that's buddy. Well, yeah, I do that, but I don't call people buddy to them. Yeah, I like, call hey, buddy. Everybody. You I say, hey, everybody. buddy, to people? I call everybody. I only, this is fucked up, but I only, <laughs> I only say buddy to white people. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> you doing all right, buddy? I start. I started to, like, I say slow down to saying bro to everybody. No, because you ain't my motherfucking That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I like recently, I was like, man, I, I need to just stop saying that. It's yeah, just, plus you 30-something. Yeah. yeah. Probably should check into that. How you doing? <laughs> I'll be like, what up, boy? What up, boy? That's, you what's know, what's the saying. dealio? Mm-mm. You know what I mean? So, so can you... Can you <laughs> the dealio? The dealio. I don't know what should be said, but I know that's one that shouldn't. Oh, shit. Yeah, you got to stop saying it. You've been here 20 <laughs> years. Philly's considered East Coast? What? what? Yeah. Is it? Do you... Bro, don't that go. nigga's never hey, seen man, a globe he, or a map. He ain't never been outside of <laughs> I have. I've traveled the world. You don't, but you don't say that after you say it's Philly. Considered I, I mean, close. I mean, it's not. Do you know where Philly is? Ain't it? Uh, yeah, you don't. That's all right because mm-hmm. you're doing a weird thing with your hand right now. This, this, least, it has nothing to do. with It's the over there. Oh, okay. On the east coast, it's, it's in the middle. Middle. Where do you Ooh. think it's at, Brian? All right, fuck all that. Can you no, we're not riding away from that. <laughs> you can walk from fi- Yeah, This is your fault. Yeah. This is your fault. It's like y'all been cool for a long time, mm-hmm. and you never show him on the map where your home is? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I don't believe you. I just, I, 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 hey, gave, you know, I'm gonna I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to tell you something fucked up. You know why I know where Philly is? Well, mm. Rocky Balboa. That's <laughs> 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 some fictional shit. I don't give a fuck. Y'all niggas is weird. There's a real statue of Rocky Balboa. That shit is It weird. definitely weird. is. It is. So how you, that's a fic- you said that's a fictional story. Y'all got a... That's weird He's in a what? He's in a Hall of Fame. Are you talking about Rocky Balboa or Rocky Marciano? No, Rocky Balboa. He's in a box of Hall of Fame. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. I'm not even going to... It's because of the movie. Nigga. The impact it had. That's embarrassing. I'm not even going to... He never boxed anybody for real. I would I would never disagree with you with that. That's corny that's as fuck. Wild. But how you how are you doing, we'll man? How's how's everything? everything how's everything with you, big dog? Um, man, I'm gorgeous. It's a good thing. I'm doing. <clears throat> what's wrong with you? I'm, you need a lozenge? No, I'm 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 uh, okay, brother. Hey, you know what's <laughs> weird about shit like that is people enjoy and, and are comforted by insecure people. Mm. An insecure person would have made both of y'all compliment me. If I'd have said, I don't know. I guess I'm all right. Man, you're doing good, man. Yeah, you're doing all right. Man, <laughs> fuck you, niggas. I don't need nobody to tell me how I'm doing. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I look gorgeous. First of all, you just say how old you was, right? Mm-hmm. You know I'm almost 40. Yeah. Damn. That's what the fuck you fucking right. I'm sorry. No, that damn was because <laughs> I look like I could fuck y'all best bitch's little sister if she was 21. 
Yeah, cause I look at I take my shirt off in this bitch right now. Oh, you don't okay. have to. Like you, you, you don't. You don't have to. No, 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 no,
you know, but I could dribble like a motherfucker and I could get some points. I'm going to get some buckets. I'll give you buckets right now, both of you niggas. The way you looking is it what concerns me because what they don't know is I got on a Mandarin collar, some um, tailored slacks, and an undandy sh- uh, um, wood grain shoe. And in these, I will 30 both of you niggas. That's 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 the bad I, I, I don't I don't I, I will I, don't I will wager a full tattoo session, which I got a three K minimum as of twenty one for whomever you would like to give it to, whether you keep it for yourselves, or you play my anybody can get it every five minutes for the rest of the year. I'm gonna sit on that. <clears throat> That's what she said. But I'm letting you <laughs> niggas know that there's nothing you got. I'm going to tell you why. Because both of you niggas act old and you're not that old. <laughs> I'm going to run you the fuck around that court. <laughs> either you're going to put the, either you going to play defense or I'm going to wash you from the line. <laughs> it's simple as that. When I see a nigga that is not worked on his cardiovascular system, I'm going to run that That's a fat thing. Right, it's a fat thing at this point. 100%. Point. He body shaming. Both He's body you shaming. Niggas, no. I'm not body shaming. I'm very proud of your postpartum body shapes. And wow. you should be proud as well. This, <laughs> this is always a bullshit. I'm on y'all side. Y'all look great. You got great Postpartum. You, what does that mean? That's what you said. Postpartum body shape. I don't think I said that. That's I don't think definitely said that. what he said. I don't think I said that. Yeah, I think you did say that. I don't know what you, I just listen. What I'm saying is I'll wipe your ass on that court. But that's that's not what I do now, but I can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, that's what was going on. So there. let's let's talk about this hot sauce crisscross that you yeah, were doing back in the day. Crossover was wild. Just everything that I could do. And I'm fast. And so I could beat a nigga off the step, mm-hmm. make him think I'm going one way and put him on his ass. I I ain't really try to actively cross a nigga over recently. I mean, I'm still I'm gonna get rid of him. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm create mm-hmm. space, but not uh yeah not looking to get niggas ankles twisted up and shit like that no more. Yeah. That's good, not bad. Mm-hmm. That was a deep dig. Mm-hmm. Good you know, job. I got some more, baby. I got some more. Don't worry about all that stuff. I got some more. Right. I wasn't expecting so much. I got some more. I got some more. The, um, the pink hoodie threw me. I wasn't expecting. You know, I'm out, you know, I'm just out here trying to trying to look a little different. You, know you got saying? it going on. Um, I like so, the shorts too. Oh, the above knee joints are. It's yeah, a, it's that's a must. double. That's double, uh, double above knee height. That's good. It's a, it's a must. That's real. Good job. I mean, I respect it. Thighs crazy, calves crazy. Yeah, and that's what that's the important thing. See, a lot of a lot of guys be staying away from so high shorts, but we noticed you ain't got good legs. You feel me? This is the first thing you see when the nigga's shorts is down by his low calves. I said, my volume still ain't off. That's true. <laughs> it's <laughs> 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 fixed now. <laughs> that will not happen again. Um, but yeah, you know, you gotta make sure your legs look like something. Yeah, I don't work out, but you know what I'm saying. I, I, I stand a lot. Those are called genetics. Yeah, you gotta uh, because uh, uh, mama got some got some thick legs. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Don't do that. Yeah, I said that's genetics, and then you said mama got some thick <laughs> legs. So we can only assume that you're saying you got your thick legs from your mama. Don't put that in here. You just don't gotta do that. They're saying that you can do whatever. <laughs> I don't you know like. about pops. I ain't, I ain't never met pops. So you sticking with the thick? Okay, that's all right. You do what you want. I got nice legs. Papa got a brand new bag here. This is what's going. This is what goes on here. Yeah, oh, it, it goes left. It okay. really goes left. Mm-hmm. All right. So from from the hot sauce, and then from, we you want? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Do your so thing. So from hot sauce, obviously you say you feel like you can you can cross this up, which is probably not true. I didn't say that. I said I could beat you. I mean, that's, that's, debatable. that's debatable. It's that's not debatable. Debatable. definitely debatable. Okay. Yeah. I, 
I mean, we, I we'll just we prove it. We got, I got a court. That's what we got a court back saying. here in the back. So that's I mean, that's exactly that's fine. What I think. That's fine. I think the next move once we're done with this is. Um, AR can catch some shots of me wiping both of y'all ass, I, I and I'm talking about two on one. I'm not talking about like a game of twenty. The confidence man. level, man. I'm dead I serious, got, and I don't want to hear no excuse. I don't give a fuck what you can do. <laughs> You're gonna need everything you got. I, I feel like I'm banging today. Fuck it. That's cool. Fuck it. So yeah. how did how did the the aspiration from being better than hot sauce turn into music aspirations? Um, you know. That was a big. That's a big time difference, though. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a big time difference. That was like um, seventeen to. That was a good dig. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. I didn't. Know, I didn't even yeah, know. That's who. That, so that, that's, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that was good. Well, you know, I'm out here. Right. You know what I'm saying? So oh, what, so. oh, shorts. Hold on. <laughs> you thought it was a game, baby. Oh, stop playing. <laughs> Them shorts is big. You got on. <laughs> I'm showing currently showing them a, a picture of these thigh high. I had to put my dick up by my man. waistband. Man. I'm just letting you know. I, they don't know. They can't see the picture. I, so yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I, anyway. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, what about the time in between the the think you were better than the hot sauce and the and the and the music? Like what the happened street, between the, the street said. Mm. <laughs> hey, come on out here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh. Like hooping and, and all that shit was around like uh, sixteen. I never, I never played basketball till I was like fifteen. Mm-hmm. One of my homeboys, Je Heartbreak, Je, uh, he tells the story better. But I never hooped. You know, I, I grew up. So quick backstory: I grew up in a house. I'm one of seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I got four sisters. My older, my, I got two brothers. My mom's first and last son is boys. So my older brother, 10 years older than me. This is a super computer genius, Morpheus from the Matrix nigga. You know, mm-hmm. this to give you an idea of how advanced this nigga is. He was telling me about Bitcoin in like 2011, 12, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I'm like, nigga, I don't play with no coins, nigga. Yeah. Fucking Mario or something. <laughs> you know, and I should have been on that, but I, I just wasn't on that. You know, and then my younger brother is 13 years younger than me you feel me so I ain't grow wow. up with no boys so uh, J.E. and them uh, you know they was hooping all the time they, they got tall quick you know and all this shit and but and I said I'm gonna start hooping and I'm gonna I'm wipe your ass and that nigga tells the story better but yeah if I, if, I genuinely believe there is nothing that exists that I would not be I'm not a great tattoo artist because I'm pre-genetically disposed to having this artistry mm. it's just if it exists I will be the upper echelon of mm. it. You feel me? Yeah. I will master it to my best ability because that's just what I do. I don't let it go. I overcommit to things. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm. And that, that puts me in a position that a lot of people are afraid to attack, which is sacrificing. Hmm. I sacrifice everything. I don't need nothing. I ain't, I ain't been on vacation since I was 21. I've never had a scout. I started tattooing. My professional career began September 24th, 2009. I have not had a scheduled off day in my entire career. Damn. I've been tattooing <laughs> almost, you know, however the other time runs up. But Damn. this is how I'm coming. And this is why I will not be beaten. Every day I consider this kid walked up to me and, uh, he, he was like, man, I'm so glad I could meet you and all this shit. He's like, I've been, and this is a grown man. This nigga mm-hmm. probably 6'2", six, 6'3", six, he's a grown man. And um, and he was like, I've been, I've been listening to your music. 
or no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, he was, I was, I've been watching you tattoo since you tattooed my pops. And I'm like, okay, you know, his pops could have been old or something. He's like, I've been watching you since I was eight years old. Mm. This nigga was 19 at the time. So 11 years don't seem long. But that man been watching me his whole life, and I consider that the next time I see somebody like him, it might be somebody who's been studying to destroy me. Wow. That's where you took that? <laughs> That's how I look at everything. Right now, oh, is the- somebody that started rapping when they heard me rapping and said, I'm going to wipe his ass. It's somebody that seen a tattoo I did that wasn't my best work and said, and they wanted I'm going to fuck him up. Mm-hmm. Damn. Somebody's seen me develop a business or print as a person or develop a property or create the architecture that I do and said, I'm going to show that nigga that he's trash. And for that reason, I never slow down. Damn. Anybody. That, that's, a, that's a hell of a mindset to have. This is real life to me. Sure. You niggas get off work. There's people that go home and when they off. There is no off work to me. I'm working 24 hours a day. I can't find a reason to not be working because when I re- but here's the offset is when I retire, I retire for real. I don't gotta do shit right now. I was gonna retire six years ago. Mm. I had a I had a record. I had a record um, I did with uh, DC Da Vinci, nigga from Atlanta. I love this guy. And uh, we did a record, it was called Benz, and the record started moving. It started getting traffic. Mm-hmm. It started getting into markets. We probably did like 13 markets. A market is um, pretty much a radio station. Yeah. So 13 markets across the country. And um, my homeboy, uh, he's a national consultant, he's like, yo, this record is getting some, BD- some BDS attention, which is like, um, long story short, it's getting attention. Yeah. And uh, with about X amount of dollars, we can... You can make this into a national record. I know we can run with this, and so. But I had just finished building a property for one of my uh, one of my homegirls, and um, I was ready to build what we are now at, which is Animation Art Studio. Mm-hmm. So I had the choice of pushing forward my tattoo career. I mean, my rap career, which my tattoo career has funded for years. Right. Mm. All right. My first national mixtape was with DJ Holiday, titled. Tattoo, tattoo music. music. I was going to ask mm-hmm. you about that. We'll get into that. I ain't going to go mm-hmm. too far into mm-hmm. that, but but that was the deciding factor there mm-hmm. in 2014. Needless to say, I took pretty much everything I had, and we went from anime, uh, body animation. Body animation. I remember that. In um, 2014, into 2014. Off of uh, the bridge, off of 38th 30, and 38th. Penalty Park, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And so... I took everything that I had and built Animation Art Studio. It was a 12. Body animation was like 1,100 square feet, you know? <laughs> look, little crib. 38th, and, I mean, uh, on 38th and Pendleton Pike. Animation Art Studio was like 3,300 square feet and enough room for everybody to comfortably do, they, do what they want and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. So I chose to build that because I know that I would be able to intimately develop relationships and build businesses and build careers for any motherfucker that trusted me. And I did that. So, my point is, I've never taken no time off. But the time that I was going to retire, mm-hmm. I chose to build that. You the know music. what I mean? No. Oh, the, uh, the, the, the artist studio. Yeah. And all of the careers that I have built since then. That I've, It's almost three dozen apprentices to this date that I have built, that own their own studios now, that own their careers, that have brands, that work across the country. From I'm talking about from their houses that I've taken these mm-hmm. these artists mm-hmm. and developed them and who who better go back and look 
before 2009 and find a black tattoo artist this city revered. Find one. If the book... I don't want to get into that. That ain't, you know, that ain't for me to say. Talk your shit, cuz. It it didn't exist before me. They find it. Mm -hmm. Find a more impactful voice. Aside from B. Swift, and I love B. Swift. Love B. Swift. I love uh, Ready Rock. I love Tosby. I love these Mm -hmm. people. But you don't. Ain't no. Finish that, cuz. Bro, bro, Amani really that guy, bro. Think about what we talking about. For sure. You can't say my name. A motherfucker. One out of every ten people in this city either knows my name, work, or my face without question. Mm-hmm. Easily, or they know anybody can get it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm not making no motherfucking assumption. We talking about a hundred million views across everything that's been posted. Talk your shit, cuz. We not talking about you. Don't know a nigga that's doing. And my, you got to think like this. This just brought me back to this. This mural that's being done. There's people on it. There's not a more impactful person. You don't got nobody saying, I want to be like that nigga more than they want to be like me. I changed fashion in this motherfucker. Mm. We, Breon. I'm not, hey, I, ain't, you see, I was I ain't going saying. to award shows in full suits. I ain't saying nothing. You understand? Mm-hmm. Rap shows, shit like this, fully tailored suited. This way, I'll show you pictures and shit. Think about it. You've been doing your homework. Go back to 2012, 2013. What was fashion like at that time? Uh, Jabos and fucking uh, big ass t-shirts, pellets and all this shit. I was in <laughs> fitted suits then. Taylor, this you not Tom, not no. Don't compare me to these niggas. For sure. And this is not a negative thing because I love everybody. I got jeans and sneakers and all that shit too, but I wear shoes. Hmm. Them niggas wear sneakers. It's a difference. It's a big fucking difference. Don't put us in the same room. Cobblers make my shoes. <laughs> you understand me? This is not the same. And I say that to say there will not be another me. Absolutely. There will be another every one of anybody that they've compared me to. Sheesh. Find another. I'm saying it's gonna sound bad, but people it's not saying bad, bad, bro. You speaking your truth. People are comforted by insecurity. I'm not that. Mm-mm. I knew who I was when I was a child. Mm-hmm. It ain't a motherfucker that can tell me that I ain't the one. Find another one. You can find people with talent, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not entertaining. You can find people that are entertaining because of the talent, but are they a businessman? You can find people that are talented, maybe, or what a collection of the two, but are they proud of who they are? I'm unapologetically a nigger. And I'm not talking about nigga in a negative term. I'm saying you can be a black man. You don't have a choice but to be a black man. Mm-hmm. You go wherever you want, you can be a black man. I choose to be from the streets. When I talk to people, I talk how I talk for real. I don't handle myself no differently. I'm more polite to people who don't deserve such aggression. But I love you know who I'm. Mm-hmm. You know, you know I, I can speak to you on can, you know candidly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's not, man. I don't look to please nobody except for the people. They speak my language And I'm going to say that Most of the people that I know Live in properties that I own And I and I build with options to buy I don't want to own everything in a motherfucker. I want to put niggas in properties And own shit That's what it's talking about man Putting people in better positions Well I own 20 some acres of land in this city Commercial Residential Industrial This is what I do Yeah but I only purchase to build, develop, and sell the niggas that look like me, act like me, talk like me. 
if mamas look like my mama. <laughs> you de- Go look on a motherfucking mural and find a nigga doing the same thing. That guy ain't speaking the same language. You not, At all. I don't give a fuck what language they're speaking. You not me. They are, don't compare me. Uh, they they gonna make statues. That just gave me. That just gave me some goosebumps. But you know what I mean, that, and that's exactly why we wanted you here, bro. You know what I mean? I've always <clears throat> admired you. You always been my dog. You know what I mean? Like my big bro. You know we can talk. You know what I mean? So it was just it just it was only natural and only right. Yes, sir. For really to bring you on this month, especially for what we're trying to do. Yes, you know what I mean? Like, cause everything that we want to exemplify, as far as you know, somebody that's in the community that's been there, who's done it, who's from the streets, who's yes, our, you know, has changed lives. But that's you, bro. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? And and I thank you. You know what I mean? Or or I'm obliged that you no, came, my brother. No, no, no. <laughs> Brian, Brian called me. Brian called me earlier today. He was like, "Man, I'm really excited about this episode. This is the episode that I've been wanting for a long time." So what you mean? He was like, "Man, this is the dude I call every fucking time I need some." Some advice about some business shit or just life in general, bro. I just Man. this is one dude I, I really take seriously. This is one dude I really take bro, everything bro, he says bro, to me. Look I, up. This is my OG, bro. You sure. know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, yeah. So you talked about you talked about tattoo music. Yes. Oh, uh, oh man, I got a terrible story about that mixtape. I want to hear about street food. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the street food. Album. Tell me about that. I know that's before tattoo music. Yes, yeah. early. I know that's before tattoo music. Um, Don V, word to Don V. Uh, Don V's in Atlanta now, as far as I understand, and he's uh, doing photography. Mm-hmm. But so I gotta go before that. So DJ Top Speed, okay, it's the big OG. Top Speed, the Adidas King, the Kango Rocket, Hip Hop Messiah. Mm-hmm. I'm in the I'm in the club. DJ Sonic as well is there, and uh, who DJ Sonic flexed up and is doing is doing some powerful shit too. But so I'm in um, J Two. Which is a club in Mooresville at this mm-hmm. time, under twenty one club. I'm a young nigga, and um, they got these battles. Oh, there's a funny story in that too. Okay, so they got these battles, and they like, um, I'm watching these. I ain't never rapped before in my life. I'm watching these niggas rap, and I'm like, these niggas is trash. <laughs> but I'm like, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe it just, you know, it's like watching a fight, and you know what you would have done because the fight already happened. Mm. Okay. You know, but everybody's got a plan until they getting punched in the teeth. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, so I'm so I'm rapping to myself in the car and in the mirror, and I'm like I'm watching shit on TV and I'm rapping to what they say. I'm just trying to throw myself curveballs so that I can see if I'm nice. And um, but I don't know. And I get there, so I go to next week and I, I battle and I wipe this nigga ass. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm nice. Maybe it was a fluke. Mm. The next week, I go and I wipe a nigga ass. And the next week, I'm wipe. They had they stopped the battles for a minute because nobody was winning but me. And then, top speed, I get there one day, and top speed's like, oh, it's going to be good today. I'm like, okay, whatever, nigga. We're not friends at that point. He just, he recognized me and seen that I had a style that he kind of liked, I guess. Mm. And I'm like, all right, you know, who, whose head is on the guillotine? Yeah. <laughs> you know, who you laying in front of me, Topper? Let me know what time it is. And it's this dude I've never seen before. I don't care. It's, um, you know, whatever. Damn, I don't give a fuck. He's, he's next. Mm-hmm. And But I hear whispers. This nigga's like, it's rhyme fest. It's rhyme fest. Rhyme fest. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about no rhyme fest. <laughs> what the fuck is rhyme fest? And, um. And there was some a couple other people there at the time that was uh it was groovy, but you know, that I wasn't out of my interest. And so we get down to the last two, and it's me and this dude and everybody whispering about it. they like, yo, he battled Eminem, he battled 
They not talking to me though I'm just hearing mm-hmm. My peripheral hearing Never turns off I don't know if that's An actual thing But you know You can hear what's going on Out mm-hmm. there I hear that I, Everything So I'm just hearing this And then so I go up uh, I can't remember I think I went first I, Yeah I went first Because I rapped And so You know it's that time Where it's the You know um, You think you hard But you really not I am the dude gonna take your spot. I'm harder than you. I'm smarter than you. You know, this kind of style. Mm-hmm. And so, so I'm thinking I'm on this. You know, because we rapping to a beat at that time. Battles right. was just to beats. So it was, you know, not necessarily that style, but, you know, you kind of had to run off the beat. Mm-hmm. And so I wipe it. You know, I get down. I, I, I smoked him. It's no ways harder than me mm-hmm. at this time. This is all I'm thinking. And, um, are you familiar with Ron Fitz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right, right. Yeah. He's, a, he's a big OG. Mm-hmm. I'm, his, his sister is. I'm cooler now with his sister than I've ever been with him. But that's my homeboy. Yeah. I mean, like that's of course she's a woman, but that's like mm-hmm. my, that's my nigga. So sure. he gets to you know he's real calm and he's not excited when I'm rapping mm-hmm. and he's not disturbed. He's not bothered at all. This so that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> this bothers me. Somebody show you no emotion what when you rap. Fuck? Like, hey, what the fuck? Hey, you feeling this? You yeah. Yeah. I've been doing this for four weeks straight. You know, like, <laughs> you, know like, you know, and so. Um. Oh, I can't remember what he said, but he he's you know Ron Fess, He he was he rapped kind of. It's very calm. His mm-hmm. delivery was you. Oh, what did he say? I don't remember what he said. But but he gets to a point where I had a jersey on. At this time, jerseys was big. Yeah, yeah. I got a four hundred dollar jersey. I'm mm-hmm. a young nigga. I'm getting I'm getting some money. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So, and he's like. uh he said, he said, you call that a throwback jersey? I'll take it off and throw it in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up because I was saying some shit, but that was hard. Yeah. And I was not expecting them to be that hard. Mm. And all this shit. And uh, and so add insult to injury. He daps me up, mm. pulls me in. He says, good job, young dude. Pats me on the back, walks off. Oh, What the fuck you think you talking to? And this nigga disappears into the crowd. He goes and talks to Top Speed. Top Speed's excited to talk to him. Mind you, I still don't know who he is. So he's just just a nigga rapping, whatever. I'm on his head. Listen, I never saw him. I never we never battled again. I saw him a lot of times after that, but we never battled again. But so who won? What? He annihilated me. <laughs> I never had a chance. I don't even remember none of the shit I said. I remember shit he said. Damn. Damn. You feel me? And so, uh, <laughs> right. It was, I never had a chance. But so, um, and so, uh, I, you know, I didn't see him. I never battled again. I never mm. seen him at that club again. Mm. But every day, I worked and battled and built bars to destroy him. Mm. Every fucking day and every week, it was like standing in the doorway waiting for your daddy to come here, come home, or or to mm. visit. Because I just couldn't wait for this nigga who just sons me. Again. I'm gonna destroy this nigga. I really wanted to fight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not not now, of course. Yeah, not, yeah. not even a week. You know, yeah. after that, you know, once that. But but you know, just yeah. that this is what I was on. Mind you, that's all I did. I ain't never smoked or drank in my life. So if I was at a club, I wanted to get bitches or fight. That was it. Yeah, I didn't know nothing else. We talking about the crunk music era. Mm-hmm. We talking about Lil John, John tear the club up. You know this yeah. kind of shit. So you know that's his shit now. Best era. I, I told him. I told him that right now. Was you eleven? 
2013, I was... No, not 2013. What I'm telling you happened in 2003, 2004. I was 13. I was just going into high school at that point. Yeah. That's I just wild. moved here. Mm-hmm. That's why. So I, with, uh, at that point in time, I was more into the East Coast shit because like Cassidy and Jay Z and uh, Whoa, Cassidy Rockefeller was, and, and everybody. Cassidy, was Cassidy that dude. fucked me up one time and one time only when he walked Freeway down. Oh, you looking like you never heard this? I didn't. I ain't heard <gasps> that one. Have you? I don't recall. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we had to play. We had to. We How to, we are to, you from Philly? Yeah, and you never heard Cassidy versus Freeway? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. It was they 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 went three rounds, and it was on Kinda. the radio. I don't know if it was on the radio, but no, I'm no. not from there. But it was no beat. I I I, I think <sighs> there was no beat, and Freeway was from the era of rapping the beats when you battle. Mm. So Cassidy, you know, they like what beat you want to go to, and, and, and somebody said all raw, all raw, and Cassidy's like. Yeah, whatever. You know, he's very calm. And Freeway, you know, Freeway gets on it. I do on the feet. Thing on the floor. Yeah. Bung on the feet. Bung on the dishes. Cassidy comes out and said, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, I'll rob you niggas. Come back around and do it twice. Only time my back is down when I'm shooting dice. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) This was the time where niggas was rapping to beats. So this nigga just going just bro, I remember that. I remember that, bro. And, and it, I remember it, it that just shit. it just sounded like Freeway was just so gassed the entire was, time. Freeway got to where he was saying, "Put a beat on." Put a beat on. Yeah. Put a beat on. Yes. Yeah. 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 No. Wow. Go sit down. I remember that. Papa, go Peter sit down. Yeah. And so that. your time is over. I remember that. I remember you know, that. and then Cassidy ran it up, and he did well, and uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, that was that time, and um. Of course, I've seen Ron Fest quite a few times after that. I love that guy. He's a phenomenal guy. He went on to write Jesus Walks. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of writing. Big, big advocate for Kanye big West. Shit. Mm-hmm. Big shit. So, uh, from the Street Food album, um, there's a song on there. Oh, my bad, my bad. Don V, who I met during that time, we was listening to Swisher House. That's what I was going to get mm-hmm. to as well. So, we listened to Swisher House, Mike oh, Jones, wow. and all that shit. I had never rapped before. The only shit I did was battle. You know what I mean? So rapping wasn't a real thing to me, but he's like, yo, you should write some of this shit down that you talking about. And I'm like, all right, you know, but I was still doing a lot of the shit that niggas was rapping about. So that, you know, you know, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just don't, that's 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 silly to mm-hmm. me. You know, so I never rapped about the kind of shit that was going on. But he was like, you should write some of this shit down. And he was like, we can go make a mixtape. I'm like, nigga, yeah, right. We can't make no mixtape. He's, like, he's like, yo, I got a dude that got a studio at this time. Now, mind you, this is 2004. 2004 to, you know, 2005. Mm-hmm. This is not a time where everybody's got studios and equipment is so easy to acquire and shit like this. So right. I don't even look at it as a realistic thing. We go and record on this. I put some shit together and we go and record on this shitty ass. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. But but it, I'm, I'm, now I'm horny. Mm-hmm. Now I need to do that again. And I put them, we were supposed to do a next, we did a mixtape with Street Food mm-hmm. Music. The next mixtape we were supposed to do I finished all the music in like three or four days. Mm. And Don V wasn't ready. I was like, yo, let me hear your shit. And his shit just wasn't ready yet. Some of his shit was, he didn't have it memorized. I memorized every fucking song to every beat that I was going to do. It was all mixtape shit. I mean, like, mm. you know, different people's songs yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit like this. And so he wasn't ready. He kind of was on my ass about it. Like, I ain't got to let you hear my shit. Mm-hmm. You know, blah, blah. And I get I didn't get it at that time. I'm like, what the fuck is you? Yeah. You know, but I get it. I just jumped the gun on it. 
But I let, you know, I was like, cool, nigga, fuck your hoe. How you fuck your hoe? I'm going to go do it. And at this time, so find a correlation here. Dominica, who is Ron Fest's sister, I'm cool as a motherfucker with. I'm like writing records for and shit. I've never written. I ain't barely recorded before, and I'm yeah. trying to write records for niggas. <laughs> and so, uh, and she's um, she's like, yo, I got these niggas that my brother fuck with that I fuck with. They like the big homies. You can record over there. And she takes me to this house in uh, off. It's kind of like um, uh, off of MLK a little bit. Mm-hmm. What else? Mm-hmm. But it's called the Shitter. I'm, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I got the thing. I'm with the bullshit. We can go where whoever house, whatever. Yeah, sure. You know, it ain't gonna be easy or whatever. Because I, I don't. We hadn't hung out like that, so I'm just trusting or whatever the fuck. So we we walk in this place, and he's like, she's like, uh, it's like four or five niggas in there. I'm like, all right, where are we recording that? And um, she was like, well, I want to introduce you to everybody. Mind you, this is 2004, mm-hmm. and she's like, this is DJ Ready Rock. This is Riddles. This is. Henri, mm. which is uh, uh, Naptown's Prince. This is, uh, I think, B. Swift. This is, uh, other, uh, fuck. That's so terrible. Cause, Tweez. Mm. This is Tweez. These is all fucking monsters. Mm-hmm. But not at that moment. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So I'm in a room with some monsters. I don't know this. All I know is these is niggas. I'm a street nigga. They, they you know, these niggas make music. You know, and, and but... And they said, um, I didn't think about how impactful it was at that time. Oh, and uh, Will Stomp. <laughs> That's my man. So, And Will Stomp and all these niggas is there. And, he, um, and I walk in there and uh, I was like, and he was like, so what you want to do? I was like, I want to you know, record this music. And they like, oh, I said, I want to do a mixtape. And he was like, cool. Well, so we'll do, you know, whatever. He's like, so what do you want to start with? And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to record the mixtape. You know, and Ready Rock. So I'm talking to Kev at first, Henri at first, Downtown's Prince. And Ready Rock says, but what do you want to record tonight? Right. I said, I'm going to record the mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> word, word to Ready Rock. I said, um, I said, uh, you know, and he was like, you want to do the whole thing right now? <laughs> he was like, where's your notebooks and shit? I said, I don't need it. I got the beats here on the CD, you know. And um, and I and I recorded the entire uh Cannibal, street food music, street mm. cannibal. That mm. I'm calling Ready Rock right now. So you, I, this is this is real life, <laughs> and hopefully he might be at the radio station. But but that was real for me. And then I didn't know I didn't know the process. I had never done it before. So that's the only way right. that I felt like I should do it. Right. They want to. I don't know how much. I don't know, like ten an hour at the time. <laughs> or some shit. So I'm like. I know I can do two, three songs, four, five songs an hour. Yeah. I probably did the whole thing in a couple hours, the entire joint. They mixed that <sighs> shit, and I dropped that motherfucker, and I pressed them bitches up on a regular computer. Uh, uh, on a regular co- Can you get this? Oh, never mind. That's a joke. Um, on a regular-ass computer, one by one, and sold them bitches at the mall, and the niggas did whatever the fuck, and, nigga, that was the beginning of it. I didn't know... It's still something that happens to this day. I don't know the weight of my of the experience that people have with me once I'm gone, mm. because there's so many people that have been like, "Yo, you the nigga that did that whole mixtape the other day and shit." I'm like, "Yeah," but at the, now remember, I'm not this night. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What's up, nigga?" You know, and they like, "Hey, you, uh, what's up?" You know what I mean? But it was really. You know, it was, you know, they like, yeah, I heard about in Brooklyn Ben. This is the one that was like Brooklyn. I don't know if you know Brooklyn no. Ben. He was, you know, anyway, just a, like a hip hop 
big head. You know, it's just respect his word. And he was like, you know, Brooklyn, of course, from Brooklyn. He's like, I don't want to fake his accent, but it's hilarious. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. <laughs> he's like, I heard about you. You know, you, uh, you know, yeah. think you hard. Oh, I told them niggas, I don't think Jay-Z was that hard. He not. Bro, I, that, I swear to God, we were just talking about that not. Before, we, yeah. before you walked but in. But listen, this is not, we can say that now because this niggas had been wiping his ass. This isn't, mind you, this is in 2004. You know what song came out in 2004? Uh, you don't yeah. do that. You don't say that at this time. Especially to a Brooklyn nigga. What are you talking about? So he says, yeah, I heard what you said about Jay-Z. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, I'm standing on whatever I say. Absolutely. I ain't never said nothing I don't stand on. I said, yeah, I don't think he can fuck with me. He's not, he don't. When you, I don't give a fuck with a nigga to this right now. I'm, I'll tell you something nobody knows. I'm working on an album right now. Ooh. With zero. Exclusively. Exclusive. Zero. No, I'm talking about absolutely nobody knows that. I ain't told nobody. Appreciate except, that. You know? And um, but you can smell it when I rap. <laughs> you can smell the fucking dirt in the carpet. You see? Damn. It's the texture of the music that's important. And I got a homeboy named Ryan. Um uh, sincere mm-hmm. He's a producer And this nigga told me This is like 2014 maybe And I was like How you feel about my voice On this beat And I'll never forget He said It don't matter what beat you on You sound like I should believe you Damn And, and, and I He ran with it he ran with What? It. <laughs> he said Oh that's ran all I need that, to know That was, But this is when I, I wasn't making I stopped making music 2015 mm-hmm. or something like that 16 I don't remember And But I always, I still make music every every day. I make a new record or something or whatever, even if it's just in my head. And but I stopped wanting to make records that people wanted to hear. Mm. I started making records that you wanted. To do. What I wanted to say, mm-hmm. the shit that sounds like it smells like the pot sizzling. You feel? Me? This is all I, you know. And to right now, you know, you'll see. You know. I can't I, wait. I want you. I want you to tell me briefly about. Uh, Briefly, it's not real for me <laughs> at all. <laughs> the in the summer track. Mm. Who was this guy? Yeah, hey, hey. Who is this guy? Come on, <laughs> hey, I'm proud of you. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Tell um, me about that track. Bro, how, got what, this. What kind of traction you got from that? Um, you know what was before in the summer? Uh, OG Bobby Johnson. <laughs> OG Bobby Johnson was a record that. Word to Rec One. Mm-hmm. Rec One played my first time being on the radio. It was OG Bobby Johnson. This is before Q. This is a year or two before Q. That OG Bobby Johnson. It was mm-hmm. before that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to go back in my mind to remember how it goes. But you know, this was this was, that was the first time, and that's when I tasted blood, the music blood, because I need that. Yeah. This is niggas like, heard your song on the radio. I'm like, yeah, nigga, you know. <laughs> I'm fucked up, though. I'm really like, nigga. You know, but, but I'm like, yeah, you know, I just, you know, they fuck with me. You know, yeah, this kind of shit. And so, um, but uh, Ready Rock, Ready Rock's kind of the reason for in the summer because Ready Rock's always been terrible to me with music. Mm-hmm. When I bring something to Ready Rock and I knew it was the one, he'd be like, it's cool. You should keep working though. Mm. What the fuck? Damn. <laughs> I got just... one humble friend. Mm. Man, that wasn't a friend. That's the homie. That's the big homie. Mm. Coach Red? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't friend that man. That man's done. That nigga had a record deal. It's a party going on outside. We, you know, yeah. 
Do your fucking research on 625, DJ Ready Rock, Coach Red, Henri. Yeah. But so, DJ Ready Rock had a record deal as a DJ before DJ Drama ever did. Hmm. This is Damn. Indianapolis. Yeah. You niggas got to do your research on this city and how powerful niggas are. I, and I humbly say these things because I pay homage to everybody I've ever interacted with. If, mm. Even if I never got nothing from them, like they never purposely gave me something, I right. got something. I'm going to get something. It's like when you don't win at the awards, you still take food off the tray. <laughs> Bitch, I'm leaving with something. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You feel me? So, it, um, yeah, but my bad. Coach Red tells me, you know, just keep working. And I, um, oh, Black. Uh, Black Jones, DJ Black Jones with Monkey Boy at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how we came together, but but he tells me uh, I was doing a tattoo for him or doing something. I don't remember how we came. Oh, he was pressing my CDs mm-hmm. from the shit I was doing on my own. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, you should, uh, this is how this shit comes about. Mind you, this is 2000, I'm tattooing everybody in the nation, 2011. He says, Yo, you should work with my producer. You should get some beats from my producer. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I got my niggas. I got, you know, right. I'm doing some things. I'm right. a Monty Trey Niner. Yeah. You feel me? He says, nah, my home. He's like, my my bro, Swifty. Swift the gift. You should get some beats from him. I'm like, yeah, I'll check him out. Man. <laughs> Come on, man. I'll check him out. <laughs> Come on, man. So, uh, are you familiar with Swift the gift? No. Get out of my city. Do your fucking homework. Swift the gift has produced. Hold on, that nigga's a monster. I, I got. I got. I do more research. You know sure. the. You know the muddy, bah, that kind of heavy bass mm. shit. Before Lex Luger hit the scene, yeah. Swifty was on that. Swift the gift made a lot of the dope boy music that's come mm. out of this city mm. through, from two thousand. I think like, before I was rapping. Like at least 2000, early 2000. Oh, five. Oh, five, six. Ish. Damn. Young Tone, Maxi. Well, you got to think at that point in time, I wouldn't. I, wouldn't I apologize. Oh, yeah, I apologize, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm very passionate about no, my city. For sure. But the, um, always oh, just happened. No, you was here. You was here, but you wasn't in tune in. A no, lot no, of the hits that you have ever heard from this city, Swifty made. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, it's a lot of monsters in this city. It's too long of a list for me to go over, but this is my man. So, mind you, this nigga already got a ridiculous radio play at this time from different artists and all this shit. And I, I'm sti- I'm like, ah, check him out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who the fuck are you? Yeah. You know? But so, um, so I do, he stops by the studio. Swifty brings his little MIDI. You know, he's got a laptop mm-hmm. and hooks. I always had, um, I've always had a uh, studio monitors, at, you know, at the studio, in my booth, wherever the fuck. And he plugs up. Uh, at this time, no, it was a big-ass boombox, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. both some with subs and, and mm-hmm. shit like this. I got from Pitcher Paul, which was my cousin. At, I mean, Shout which out to is my Paul. Yeah. yeah, for real. And so he. Um, he doing his thing. He plugs. Yo. <laughs> I don't want to. I told he you no such thing, thing as a bro. short version. So I don't want to that <laughs> He way. doing his that thing. That nigga. Picture Paul put me on as a tattoo artist. Hmm. When he when he part owner in the in the shop too. Picture Paul like, owned it. Okay, that's what it was. I'm okay. real good friends with his sister. Fair. Which one? Fair. That's my, okay. Oh, it's gonna be too long of a story. Remind me. Put that in your notes. Ask me about Picture Paul. Okay. That's a beautiful story. But so Swift the gift comes through the studio, plugs it into the fucking uh, eighth inch jack, mm-hmm. and starts playing this shit. I didn't think this kind of shit was real. To to have a person make in front of you because because the the niggas that the niggas that um that uh you know I only knew like vibe beats and and Johnny Giuliano we mm-hmm. only knew that for this kind of sound right Swifty Swift the gift is making this shit on the spot 
and it just sounds like radio shit. I'm like, give me that one, that one, that one, that one. And, you know, I kind of couldn't afford it. I could afford it. I could buy it, but I couldn't afford it. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, nigga, you ain't got no tattoos. What you think about, uh... Mm-hmm. He's like, yes. Come on. <laughs> give me that one, that one, that one, that one. <laughs> and so every tattoo Swift gets got to this day, I've done. That's how he got like one little one, but I covered it up, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts. But, um... And so he typically plays the beat in the summer. And uh, it was in the winter that mm-hmm. he's presented it to me. And I always say that I love Indianapolis and I would never live. First of all, I would genuinely never live anywhere but Indianapolis. And I've been everywhere. You can say you wouldn't live nowhere if you've never been nowhere. But I have been everywhere in this country. I've toured as a rapper. I've toured as a business developer. And I've toured as a tattoo artist. And I've been, you got another tour coming up too, but we'll, we'll get into we that. Never, nobody, we never even, no, I never even talked about that. Well, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, sorry. I'm just putting it out there. I'm talking about Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm on the gyms, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know. <laughs> so, um, and it was in the winter, and uh, I mean, that's how that, that's kind of self explanatory from there. Hey. Word to Swift against Word to DJ Black Jones. Man, I, um, Jimmy I'm, I'm G excited. Fresh was a big deal at that time. He's still a big deal to me. We just linked up the other day, which was beautiful. But you know, on my mama, it came a while after that. But you know, that was that era. It was the 2010, 11, mm-hmm. Cloud Nine, Ugly Trimmers. Monkey, Tremors. We didn't really perform at Tremors, but yes, you got a little excited about Tremors. I ain't never. You know what's so crazy? You everybody talks. I ain't never been a Tremors, but everybody talks about it like that's just the the golden like standard. I would say that everybody it's the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> like if you ain't never been time, to trippers, you ain't you ain't. Well, I mean, if you ain't then, never been to trippers, you ain't never fucked the baddest bitch on welfare. Damn, you know, damn. <laughs> 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 yeah, you ain't yeah, never fucked a yeah, bitch that's got a bad body good. and a terrible that's weed. Good. That's you know what I'm saying? You, you, you get a bitch from Trimmers, you're going to fight her or yeah. somebody. You want to fist fight them. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, that was an error. So, so how did your. Uh, I know you have an extreme love for art, not I just do. tattooing, but. Yeah. As far as paintings and all that. Good Creativity. Stuff. Creativity. I love create. I how, love did, how did. How did. How does transition from music. Well, you never stopped that tour. So how did, when was the height of your tattoo career? Like, when did you say? Okay, right now, nigga. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> I don't know if there was a point where, okay, yeah, boom. This is about to be, I'm about to Every put everything day. into it. I feel like I just started tattooing last month. Mm. He already learned. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, people, and I, I change my process every day. It's, you know, it still blows my mind that people pay me to do this. Mm. You know? And, and, and it don't get oh sometimes you know because I tattoo a person I put everything into it and sometimes I never see them again but then people will come up to me in the grocery store I don't go I don't go I don't grocery shop I don't go to places and I'm nobody I'm just me but I don't go to places <laughs> it's uh, somebody's gonna take their clothes off I'm dead serious <laughs> niggas pull their shirt off oh look at you remember this and I, and I love them so I'm I'm with it bro I was I guess I'm, I'm wrong for thinking something totally different no it's because you're a disgusting man yeah you you're, you're more disgusting than me I'm a what? more what? what is it disgustinger that's I that's should man. You had that's your, he did was another one it was another one disgustinger that's what you're saying yeah disgustinger I hope you. Don't, I hope they don't let them. They'll let you homeschool. Hey, you, 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 you so invulnerable, giving vulnerable bad name, motherfucker. You giving vulnerable bad name. Um, but yeah, so I love it, man. Create 
It's wild. You know, I'll tell you something even more wild about my tattoo career is I didn't start tattooing until I was 25. Damn. Mind you, I was out of high school at 16. I never drew, I didn't draw anything after high school. Yeah. It wasn't until I started teaching myself to tattoo. You know, so it was. So you didn't realize you had the gift until after? I, I am the gift. Oh, that's not what I said, though. I'm saying I, that. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. Okay. I didn't need to realize nothing. Mm. If I say I'm going to do it, it's up. I heard that, for sure. I don't need confirmation from nobody. For sure. Or nothing. I'm going to do it. You better choose the words wisely, nigga. Bro, I, I forgot not, who I was talking to I'm for a second. I'm not saying that disrespectfully. I'm not saying that. Nah, like, bro, you're supposed to feel but, that way. But I know who Fuck I Breon. am. Fuck Breon. Fuck Breon. Hey, I'll jump on you about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, fuck Breon is right. <laughs> 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 Our relationship got developed. <laughs> 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 and That's but fun. check, though, another motherfucker come in here and say, fuck you, guess what? Surprise, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even know what you signed up for. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, but, I, um, yeah, man, I never I never have to question if it's something I can do. Because if it's not outside of my physical limits, I know for a fact. I so what it. sparked that I'm about to tell? I don't know. I, I always been doing, I always been doing businesses and things and. You know what I mean? I mean, I've I'm always known you've been a creative. You're just a creator man, in I'm, general. I'm you know what I'm saying? Like, so what? What? What was like? All right, man, I'm, I'm about chilling to with my homegirl four in the morning, and I was like, I think I'm gonna start tattooing. Random as fuck. It's not random. It's random to you. You mm. didn't hear it. She didn't. She was random to her. Did you? Did, at this point, did you already have a love for art? I was drawing. So let's go back to freshman year, Franklin Central High School. I'm trash as an artist. My mama told me I'm hard as a motherfucker, but I'm. <laughs> Your mom's awesome. I love my mom's wild. <laughs> my mom will punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> she cool as if, if a nigga say something, my mom's with the bullshit. Hey, Not man. like wild, like out, you know, over the top. Mm -hmm. But if I if I'm a serial killer, she's hiding the bodies. Mm -hmm. She's with that. Mm -hmm. If I'm a, when I'm trapping, she's well. All right, don't be with them niggas. Them niggas stay away from them niggas. My mom if that's what right. you want, if you you know. If you rapping, what, what, give me a CD. I like this one. This one's a little, but this one's hard. Right. And she's with that. And she with whatever. When I started tattooing, man, I listen, I said I was going to start tattooing. Oh, I take that back. There was a trigger. I went to get a tattoo by an artist named Biggins. Coolest shit to this day. Coolest, nicest tattoo artist I'd ever met in my fucking life. Tattoo artists are inherently, or I don't say inherently, but uh, essentially like piece of shit people. Because mm -hmm. there's nobody that can, being an artist, there's nobody that can tell you you're wrong. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? If I tell you draw a straight line, your line curves like this, you can say that's my style. Mm -hmm. So essentially, there's nobody that can tell you you're wrong. But this Biggins is the nicest motherfucker I've ever. I mean, just nicest tattoo artist I've ever met. And he had an apprentice at that time. At this at this time, where I get this tattoo, I'm 24, right? Was this at um, Steel Rod? Steel Rod. Oh, Biggins right, tattoo yeah. at Steel. Yes, at Steel Rod. This is I'm 24, so this is 2009, 2008, 2009, and I get a tattoo by Biggins. I got a steel heart on my chest that is a. Uh, I told you I was gonna take my shirt. Bro, he just off. had ah, it. Ah, popped the You thought I was gonna put shirt on? Yeah. So I got a steel heart on my chest that Biggins created and put on. And yeah, you see that six I, pack I, and some chest up there. I just want y'all to remember we're not the same. And I'm I, I 10 years glance. older than you I niggas. Glance. Okay. I I you know, respect. But we can hit the gym together in a real way. We don't <laughs> gotta do the same shit. 
but we can't. I'm, I'm an accountability partner. Bro, I'm not going to the gym with him. I just said we don't got to the open. We, we don't got to do the same shit. Okay, but when when you in the gym, I'm not doing all that. Talking okay, about. bro. I'm just saying you real aggressive when you go to the gym. And I shit. just said we don't got to hammer tattoo. Uh, 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 those to the gym with me. Different people go to the gym with right, women. Man. And if, men. All right, man. I'm, saying I'm just saying when I say I'm done, I'm, I'm done. Hold you accountable. When I say I'm That's done, I'm done. If you said you was gonna do twenty, bitch, you gonna do twenty. That's fine. But when I'm done, I'm done. If I do, but if I can only do fifteen, that's it. Help you. Get to 20. <laughs> <laughs> Accountability. Come on, man. Hey, so that's the standard you set. My straight up. To get you to said it. You said it. That's accountability for real. I'm not holding that's why you to I my know standard. Myself and I don't go to the gym. But check though. I'm not holding you to my standard. This is my real life. Anybody I fuck with. And you for know. Sure. If for you sure. say you're gonna do something, nigga, we gonna do it. Absolutely. Come here, I'm gonna pick you up, nigga. Come on. We're gonna get it done. Get to your finish line. Not mine. For sure. But I'm not gonna let you cheat your motherfucking self. Absolutely. Who the fuck am I? That's a real That's friend. wild. But so, Biggins tattoos me, and at that time, I'm 24. He's got a 28-year-old apprentice. And I was like, wait a minute. So it's not over? At 24, it's if you don't consider this. At 24, men no, like, usually yeah. settle into who they're going to be. 24, right. 25, right. a man settles into who he's going to be. If you ain't never had no money by the time you're 24, 25, you ain't going to get it. Mm. If you had some money, then you're going to get some money. Because you, you know what it felt like? No. Mm. It's because that's who you are. Okay. That is the es- your essence is pretty settled into who it is about 24, 25. True. So say you, even if you never had a successful business, but you always was doing shit, you always going to do something. And all you need is one of them to hit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whoever the fuck it is, women are different, of course. But anyway, so I'm thinking, I can do that. But it probably was a week or two later, maybe a month later, and they just hit me. And I was like, I think I'm going to start tattooing. And Bill Levin, Bill, you don't know Bill, he's phenomenal. Weed Church, the Cannabis Church, uh, man, he's he's mm. phenomenal. He This Bill Levin, he's here in the city. His, I think his father was a, a was an artist for Disney or at some pizza place, some other shit like that. But Bill's, a, I mean, this motherfucker is a genuinely nice guy. Mm-hmm. And he looks like Doc from Back to the Future. Oh wow! Straight up, <laughs> dead serious. Big white hair, slim rock star type of guy. I've never seen him without a stoke, a cigar this mm. big, mm. big as your index finger and, and thumb around. And he's just the nicest motherfucker. This is this is Bill. He's like, Amani, I love you, babe. You're doing great. <laughs> I uh, just want you to know you're doing great. And I've seen your work. I saw a piece, and just fucking cheers. It's like you know, and he'll leave. You know, yeah. kind of guy you give a hug, and he'll like kiss you on the cheek. Yeah. You're like, what yeah. the fuck is going yeah. on? But he just he means well. He's a nice right. guy. But um, and that was the beginning of it. And I never took. I never stopped. I tattooed. So so I got offered a position in a tattoo studio. Eight months into teaching myself. Hmm. And uh, it was a tattoo uh, the guy. Not never had a tattoo artist. Never. I mean, he was never a tattoo artist. Never had a tattoo. Never worked at a studio. None of this shit. But he opened the studio. He ran into a woman who I tattooed her foot. She worked at the cleaners. He took his clothes to. They had a conversation about it. Nigga calls me. Quentin Kinchelo. I never forget. This is two thousand nine, September twenty third, two thousand nine. Because I started the twenty fourth. He calls me. He's from Tennessee, Memphis. He says, uh, uh, "You want a tattoo, huh?" And I'm like. Yeah, mind you, this is the line that my 
tattoos is coming through. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, I, I seen uh, um, Lacey. This is the name of the woman who tattooed her foot. I seen Lacey's uh, tattoo on her foot. Uh, you you want to work at, you uh, you want to be an artist, huh? And I, I'm like, yeah. He's like, I got a shop over off him, blah, blah, so on and so forth. If you want to, um, if you want to, you can come by and we can, uh, you can start tomorrow. Or he's like, when do you think you can start? I'm like, this nigga's wild. But I'll be there. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he's like, I was like, I can be there tomorrow. He's like, I'll see you at noon. I went and worked at that motherfucker, probably Ink Fusion, 71st of Michigan. So, a funny story. Mm-hmm. So, this is before me and you actually met. Yeah. I brought, to, and this is weird, but I remember. I remember you. I heard your voice before I saw you. Yeah. And I was picturing this big, ugly motherfucker when I heard his voice. Yet you found a mid-height, <laughs> genius, <laughs> gorgeous nigga. I understand. And I said, he, he was just loud. Like, he just talked loud. You know what I'm saying? And I was actually, this. I got this tattoo there. Mm. And uh, uh, Anthony did that, I think. Some yeah, white dude, bald white guy, yeah. yeah. And uh, I said, man, this man, this dude, he's just talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it was cool. Yeah. But then later, when we actually officially met, mm-hmm. and you did my tattoos, yeah. that's I was like, damn, that was the same guy. That's why. And I, I, I've been meaning to take walk that right story. back. This yeah. is the this is the part of the movie where they do a flashback to where you, we walked past each other. Yeah. and Didn't even recognize. And didn't each really, other. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we wouldn't have recognized each other. It was seventy first. Yeah, seventy first yeah. Michigan. So, and so that's how it started. Yep. Yeah. So tell me about how Wait, I only worked there for four months. They fired the shit out of me. <laughs> but but check. Well, you should have I would have fired me in hindsight. Niggas is cleaning up. I'm like, nigga, I ain't here to clean, nigga. I'm working. But I was now mind you, I was tattooing and marketing my work on Facebook. This is when MySpace was yeah. transitioning to Facebook. Was no Twitter, was no Instagram, was no Snap, Snap, none of that. And so these other motherfuckers, older white dudes, that well, again, there was no black tattoo artist in a tattoo studio in this city at that time mm. that I know of, at least, man. I'm sure somebody will pop up, some old nigga, I guess. But so it was nobody. And so these niggas is old. They working off of the premise of go to the go to the shop and mm. a tattoo will come, a client will come in. I'm working the shit out of Facebook. Mm. I'm getting a hundred friend requests a day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm wiping, I'm getting busy. And so, um, I worked there for, for a couple of months or whatever. Fuck, they fired me. I worked at my house for a couple of months, and this is when Pitcher Paul mm. calls me and was like, "Hey, cuz, I wanted he wanted to turn his portrait, his uh, photo studio. studio into a tattoo shop." That's that's the joint off. But of, uh, what, like, Stone, right? what did no, it off for thirty eight? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, okay, okay. So what was I mean? What was the? Why did he want to? What the fuck was that? He just time. What about the time? How much time do we have left? We didn't got any time. Okay, I'm just checking. Just let me know. I don't like seeing <laughs> some shit. <laughs> Y'all niggas sliding pieces of paper. That could be, this is the time to get it. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. Man, relax. You were home. Yeah, all right. I'm at your home. <laughs> so what What prompted him to, like, to do that? I mean, why did he want to go from a uh, photography studio to the tattoo studio? Um... Tattoos was just becoming was a thing at that time. Ah, okay, and okay. And he had a... You know what it was? He... Nitty. Right. Shout out to Frank Nitty. Frank Nitty, that's my homeboy. I'm, I'm, I'm Nitty, Nitty was working in... Was Nitty and somebody else? But Nitty was working in Paul's other studio in his basement at that time. Tattooing mm-hmm. out of there. And I think he saw how that bitch was pumping... And I think he originally talked to Nitty. Oh, at, okay. So before that, Nitty was working. Nitty was next. 
Not at that time. Okay. Originally, Nitty was tattooing out of Picture Paul's previous photo shoot, uh, photo mm. studio, studio, right? Mm. And so, when Nitty and them had skin addiction, which was on Pillory Pike, I don't know nothing about this. I know. I, I, I went. I got a. I got a tattoo done by one of Nitty's. Artist, mm-hmm. uh, at that Sean Oyonio. I, I don't know who it was. I, it wasn't either one of they them. They the homies. Though. I fuck with them though. It was. It, I know it was. I know it was Nitty. I know it was yeah. Yonio, and I know it was Sean. Yeah. But there's another dude that tattooed me. I don't know who it was at the time. Man. Respect. I don't know who it was though. It was. It was. But I know it was. Artists. I know it's them three. But it was somebody yeah. else to fucking tattoo me. Cause mm-hmm. nobody. But this is the thing. Nobody knows who the fuck he is. <laughs> Well, you got tattooed by, by, no, by no, you got tattooed by another client. Everybody was busy. He said, "Nah, I got it." Right. And I'm like, I'm trying to think, bro. I know those are three main niggas, bro. Right. And I'm thinking, I'm like, hold on, I didn't get tattooed by neither one of them niggas. So who the fuck tattooed me? And you can tell the nigga tattooed me. The world may never know, bro. Man, I'm I don't want to see it. I don't want to talk about it. That turns me. I go straight into artist mode. I look at. Never mind. Anyway, it just so and, so at I'm first. No, I never negatively judge any artist work. But so at first they was over there in um in Paul's basement you know, mm-hmm. tattooing, and then I guess they opened Skin Addiction. I didn't know about this at the time, so I don't know Nitty personally. I just know he worked in my cousin's spot. Picture Paul is my cousin. Mm-hmm. So so Paul. So I guess I imagine Nitty prompted that. This is at the time, you know. It's uh, whatever. It's era. It's that era. And so uh, they had skin addiction. Paul calls me, and you know, we, I'm like, yeah. Now I, the four months that I was at Infusion, I collected every bit of information as to how to properly run a tattoo studio. Mm-hmm. I watched the Board of Health come in and find this nigga a few times. I watched things be unsanitary. I watched so on and so forth. So I go, and Paul's like, what you know about a tattoo studio? Nigga, I said everything. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that I can't. You know, I know how to, you know, so let's, we can do it. And so I help him to uh, to build the studio properly. This is many restrooms per this square feet, mm-hmm. this exit here, these things, uh, sinks per booth, per space, per, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And um, April 1st, 2010, body animation opens, right? Shit's grooming. Me and Fosco. That's my stepbrother. That's yeah. my tattoo stepbrother. Mm-hmm. Hope you ain't got nothing negative to say. I put one some of the blood against it. Nah, one, one of the hard. best portrait guys I know. Respect. Sure. Yeah, that's my man. He's he's phenomenal. He's wild. Fosco is and he's a fucking unbridled artist. Fosco, Fosco is an artist. I watched draw almost a hundred portraits straight and uh, out of his head. None of them look alike. All of them have different expressions. All this, mm-hmm. it's wild. He's a he's an artist. That, it's just it's wild. <clears throat> but so um, so it's me, Fosco. This is we open the studio. I mean, he opens the studio with me and Fosco. Before maybe a couple of weeks, it's two or three other artists, right? May first comes, and the internet is off. So you know we use finding images, using re, you know references and shit like this. So that was a little bit of a disabling point. But at the same time, picture Paul is building. 4510 or some shit like this. It was a club that um on Keystone, you know, it was gonna be a big deal. They it never it never opened. Yeah. I know you're looking and thinking about it. No, it never opened, but because, you know, to a certain square footage you gotta have fire extinguishers. Beyond that, you have to have a sprinkler system. They included somebody was being negative to him, but Paul was putting a lot of information online, like, yeah, nigga, we got to do this, you know, this kind of shit. And so motherfucker kind of swung him and they 
made, had the fire depart, the fire marshals come and measure the building and included what was beyond a wall they had built. So wow. now they need a sprinkler system. If you're not familiar with Keystone around the 4500 block, it's like eight lanes, maybe maybe six lanes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Three going north, three going south. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Is that you in the Terminator Salvation Joan out there? No. <laughs> That ain't you? <laughs> Man, what? Bro, it's, a, it's a, like a Jeep or a Hummer, whatever the fuck out there. Oh, uh, the black it. one? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, I just didn't I know what was going on. So he was sinking all his money to open it at this new club. It's going to be wild. But they did that. And, you know, we're talking about a $50,000 plumbing job mm-hmm. to get the sprinkler system. The sprinkler system has to come from uh, fire hydrant. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. So they had to go across this fucking six lane, blah, blah, blah. So June comes, the power is off at Body Animation. Hey. I call Paul. I'm like, everybody's leaving. Now, when I get there, everybody's packing up. And I think I was there first. I was there first. But then when people get in there and they packing their shit up, they don't got no conversation for nobody. They leaving. I call Paul. I'm like, cuz, nigga, what you, you know, I walk outside. What you got going on? You know, the power off. He like, man, cuz, I put all this blah, 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 so on and so forth. He was like, shit. And so I'm immediately thinking, what's my, what do I do? I'm going to go back to the house. I'm going to get it popping. I did some of my best work at the house at this point, mind you, you know, before the studio opened. I'm doing, this is when I started doing 3D shit, the heart locking with the key, the shit looking like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, he says, well, because you can buy me out of it. Mm. I never even considered this. And he cut me some slack, so much slack, because I was not making the money like I, you know, would like to have. But I buy him out of it. I paid up all the fucking bills. I, you know, paid the back rent, all this shit. And I took over June 2010. So from April 2010 to June 2010, it was ran by my cousin who did a phenomenal job. I ran it until August 2016. Mm. And on that day, I opened Animation Art Studio. Enough for that for 39th Illinois. Yes, sir. There's so many gems being dropped today. I don't I don't know which way to go here, which way to go there, which one, which one to take away from. Like it's just it's so crazy how you how you're how you're forty. You've able you've been able to touch every aspect of like the entertainment industry. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been it's crazy. It's phenomenal. Um, so tell me about your uh, tell me about your social media impact. You said you have over a hundred million views across collectively. social media collectively. Yeah. Of every repost and, you know, like it's some people that got 30 million, 40 million views on a video, videos they've reposted of mine. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I, that's, a, that's a fucking, I, I'm get, sure that's all I understand. Like, I, I mean, because oh, I, I watch he talk from, all that shit. I, I watch, their, I watch, I watch a lot of them. Hold on, I got it. It's my mom. How are you? She's a big. How, how are you? <laughs> she's, she's screaming. How are you? I like your hair. Listen, no, I like your hair. Do you know I'm working on that right now? I ain't there yet, but when I get there, I'm gonna make sure you can check me out. Till it just started growing. I want all my. I'm gonna try to have it all white so I can look like a player, like so that I can look as knowledgeable as I am. <laughs> How are you doing over there? So you rejected me. Wow. So you just walk around stumping on people's feelings. <laughs> like, sure. And I never 
So it sounds like we got unfinished business. I'm, I know Blair now, so I'm holding you to this. All right, mama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boss. Yes, sir. Oh, this is all right, brother. Um, I, I've, I've watched a lot of your videos as far as motivational speaking and um, how you can turn. A, a lot of people A lot of people listen and don't really, the things that you try to explain, the things that you go in depth about, people make seem simple. Mm-hmm. Make it seem like it's nothing. But you... Take it a step further, make it seem, or show people it's more to what you think. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, what do you think? Why do you feel like it's it's necessary to push the envelope more than what it needs to be as far as something just as simple as loving your mother or, I mean, Mm -hmm. or anything of that sort? I got a home, I got a home girl, AMH um, Hammer, who uh, one time she was working on a, um, I don't remember the project, but she was working on it. And I was like, why don't you just, you know, why don't you just geofence all your marketing and focus on the demographic that's, that this product is applicable to? And she was like, why are you saying that like it's easy? And this is I never considered it before. This. She said, you saying it like it's easy. I was like, it is easy. She was like, it's easy to you. Hmm. And so from that point, I never considered that anybody knows anything that I know. Okay. So I always would rather over-explain than to under-explain. And... A lot of times I get people that'll be like, you cuss a lot or you say these things or why are you so this is aggressive or that. I'm not speaking to you. Mm. The people in church don't need church. You hold understand? On, break it, break it, it down. Hold on, break, let me get it together. Hold on. Break hold it on, down. Let me, let me sit up for this. Hold on. Break it down, brother. People that are in church don't need church. The people that don't know what the church is need to attend. Hmm. You understand? Yeah. If you are in the church, you have made the cognitive decision to go and be taught, go to learn. The people that don't know that church could impact them, for the people that are religiously, you know, uh, I'm not saying that everybody needs church, but I'm saying that for this analogy, mm-hmm. the people that don't know that church exists are the ones that may need church, whether they take to it or not. So the people that I'm talking to, they need, they speak my language. I'm not talking to the people that are offended by my words. I'm not talking to the people that don't like my tone of voice. I'm not talking to the people that are intimidated by my facial expressions or what I look like or how I talk. I'm talking to the people that would not respect it being said any other way. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, God damn. Bro, bro. you talk about gems, bro. It's real for me. And so that's why I started with that. And it was, I just felt, when, when people say me, when people hear me say anybody can get it, they take it as an aggressive thing and a negative thing. But I say that to say, I don't, I don't like when people say, if I can do it, anybody can do it. That goes to say that you are the lowest of the low and anybody alive can do what you're doing. I don't believe that. I would never tell a motherfucker they can do what I can do. That's wild. Yeah, that's impossible. It's, I, it's like a, it's like a slap in my face. Like, I am an anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> I know that there's nobody to ever do or be who I am. However, I do know that anybody can get love. Anybody can get respect. Anybody can get care. Anybody can get their fucking teeth broken. So anybody can get it. 
You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's not based genuinely on negativity. It's based more on anything that exists you can get if you if it's applicable to you. Mm. You know, if you're willing to work for it. Absolutely. No, some shit you don't gotta work for. Mm. You 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 know you walk into the neighborhood and nigga gonna respect you initially. You gonna have to act pussy for a nigga to play with you. There's some people they they look pussy instantly. Damn. It's just them it's just So you don't gotta are. work For some shit I ain't never gonna have to work For the respect of no nigga You can hear it when I'm talking You can see it when I'm looking at you Play with me if you want to mm-hmm. I don't look like A motherfucker asked me one time How you feel somebody It was a video of a nigga uh, Hitting a bitch Or some shit like that And I was like I don't know I don't know what happened He's like You don't think he, You think he should've hit her I don't know I don't know what she did What if she kicked his son In the nuts you beat her the fuck up I'm not saying that's what you should do I'm saying I don't know And he was like So what would you do That's never gonna happen to me <laughs> Okay I don't look like The type of nigga to play with Yeah but- <laughs> You see what I'm saying sure. There's certain things That you don't have to work for yeah. You know This is my point And it, that's just what it is It's things that you take for granted from yourself You mm-hmm. I'm not talking vaguely now I'm speaking to you directly mm-hmm. There's things that you don't respect Or appreciate from yourself You feel what I'm saying Absolutely. And this is for every man But then also for a lot of people Period mm-hmm. When I walked in here We had a conversation Anybody you ain't, Niggas don't disrespect you When they see you mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying mm-hmm. There's niggas that you see That get disrespected like clockwork You feel me Yeah. That's not That's something you don't take for you don't take, uh, you don't respect or appreciate sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some things that people got to work hard for. But I think anything you got to work too hard for don't belong to you. Yeah, like losing weight. Or it's not meant for you. Mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> you mm-mm. said what? Losing weight. No, you weight. worked hard to get that weight. <laughs> I need, I need yeah. So, uh, <laughs> again, it's something you got to work hard for. <laughs> Uh, Put the, the hoagie away. The the McGang bang. You know what I'm saying? Oh no! Tell me what First the of all, you just mix the sexual term with something having to do with your mouth. I don't know if that's the, something you want to do. Break it down, bro. Oh, you, no, should I break no, it down? No, break it down. What a McGang Listen, I immediately is. don't respect you and your diet because you eat it's something a- that starts with Mick. <laughs> you eat shit that costs a dollar. No, no, listen to me. You listen. I'm gonna tell you how wild it is. <laughs> Niggas smoke more expensive weed than they eat food. Damn. Let me, let me say on. that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna it give it again. to you again. Say it again. You spend more money on weed, yes. something that will not make you live better, stronger, shorter, faster, than you do something that will literally kill you. That is true. That's I, why I, I, I just I, and I'm not saying nothing wrong with smoking. You motherfucker can be I mean, off the food if they want to, but just make sure that you taking better care of yourself than you are negatively impacting yourself. Whew. Uh-huh. What's in this box that's right next to us? Uh, a, a beautiful handmade salad by, by my chef. chef, Chef Randy. It's a I, I just, I, big old salad. It is, and I, I'm not saying I, niggas got to eat I, rabbit I, food I, and like shit it. like that. I'm just saying, why are you eating? Shit from people that don't know you. So that's right. wild. I saw. I was watching. A, I watched a video earlier today. <laughs> I don't want to get too far. Into <laughs> where a guy, where it was a, it was an older black gentleman, and he was saying that why eat something that's dead? That's real. Like you don't want to. You don't want to consume death. I don't even want to say that. Everything I eat, I can eat raw. Hmm. If I got cooking, I don't need to eat that motherfucker. Now I do eat shit that's cooked, but think about it. 
I know you don't got to cook bread. You don't got to cook. You know what I'm saying? Gotta, I'm really over here like. Your bread is already cooked for you, though. Yeah, the true. Enough. But, but, but you mean it's like take it to the next even level. The, ingre- the ingredients. You can eat comfortably. Mm. You can eat flour. You're not going to die. You feel what I'm saying? You're going to be a little dry. With That's it. cool, though. <laughs> you get a little you water. But I mean, in the idea, <laughs> even on the basics, I can eat fruit and vegetables and potatoes mm. and all this shit mm. all day and night. You'd be full. We're talking about 205 pounds put, of put, veggie put muscle. Put your Tell them what it looked like. Tell him what it looked like. Don't you do that to me. Uh, camel. Him by camel. Okay. <laughs> Big dog shit. I'm not doing that. You a fucking hater, Brianna. That's your you, problem. You a hater. I love you. Because you, you, your forearm looked the same as your biceps. That's no, why. My fo- <laughs> That's why. <laughs> what did you say? You a Fat arm nigga. <laughs> Fat arm nigga. <laughs> Fat arm nigga. <laughs> you a hater. That's why. I look good. Uh, yes, you do. But yeah. you could look better. <laughs> okay. So. I'm so proud of your beard. Thank you, bro. I knew Brian before you had a beard. My shit ain't. My shit cool. No, your beard is great, though, too. I got a little patch somewhere. That's it's, cool. Hey, oh, see? I, I found my first gray hair today, bro. Right, chip. Congratulations. Nah, fuck off. Fuck these kids. What are you trying to do? I don't know. Like, what are you looking to do? You, you ain't going to be ba- young You ain't going to Beijing that shit. No, but I'm saying, what are you trying character. to do? What are you, you know that I can't wait till my hair is white. Yeah. All white for real. I cannot I wait. My shit Bitch, when 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 80% of my shit is gray, I'm having them ice the rest of it. I'm Gandalf the fucking gray walking through this bitch. <laughs> you think I'm playing? I can't wait to be old. You niggas be worried about weird shit. Why are you trying to be young? That don't belong to you. Mm, that I want gone. to be a grown motherfucking old ass nigga. Yeah, first of all, thank word to Mama Trey Niner. I'm gorgeous. It's nothing that's going to take away from that. But... Looking like I don't know. I don't. That, that's another reason why I don't like to wear too much jeans and sneakers. Mm. That's a child where my son wears the same size shoe I wear now. Damn. That man wear ten and a half eleven. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get your fucking feet out my shoes. <laughs> you feel me? Never mind. Just keep them. Keep the fucking shoes. Um, you know what he don't put on? These motherfucking Oxford and Brogue <laughs> shoes. These cobbler handcrafted shoes. You feel me? I want, I'm going to tell you what changed my direction on that. I was on tour 2012. Um, it was a little white tour. I'm on the tour. And we had a radio Lil station. White. Yeah, don't Damn, fuck I around. I forgot all about Lil yeah. White. I forgot yeah. all about Don't buddy. forget about that, man. He's hard. And he's a cool. He cool as a motherfucker. For his, all this shit. Anyway, so we on tour. We in the radio station. We doing an interview. Yeah, Damn, I did not know you went shit. on tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, uh, so the interview is over. They like, yo, we want to take a picture. I got on this. Uh, if you remember this era, the um, the uh, Egyptian joint with the leather sleeves. I got on some maybe Vizus. I don't remember, and some ones that was up. It's probably like eleven, twelve hundred dollar outfit, right? Everybody got on some shit. They wasn't fucking with me though, right? But they snapped the picture. Boom, 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 boom. Hit the picture. They're like, yo, how you feel about this? Y'all like this? And I look, and it's a bunch of niggas in jeans and sneakers. Mm. I said, never again. It didn't matter if I had, and that goes for every motherfucker right now. Either you dressing for niggas or you dressing for bitches. Bro, I swear to God, I said that, bro. I said, bro. Because listen I to me. Feel like- Do you think a bitch really know every purple label? Every. Balenciaga Ooh. every no, nah. they don't give a fuck. Just the same as you don't give a fuck. Here's Hammer. What's up, gangster? I'm in an interview right now. You on the fucking podcast, so don't say no wild shit. Okay. The the mic is on in front of the camera. I mean, in front of the fucking thing. What's going on? And I want you right now. So don't get wild. I'm gonna text you. Oh, all right. 
Shit was about to get different. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I don't think motherfuckers consider that the people you looking to impress might be the people of the same sex or or what you not genuinely interested in. Let's just say that because maybe you are interested in the same sex, but you dressing for the opposite sex or whatever it is. I, I motherfucker, you know, fuck your hoe how you fuck your hoe. But I recognize then that I don't want to look like everybody else. I don't because motherfuckers don't know how much I spent on that. And then I also had to consider what does it matter how much it costs if it don't look extravagant. Bro, that's what we were talking about the other day. Like you can't buy the the most expensive fit and still be dusty or still can't still dress. Man, I'll tell you a story. Together. I'll tell you a story. 2000, this is before I was tattooing. It's probably 2008. Maybe. Maybe 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. I'm with Pitcher Paul, my cousin. He's just chilling, moving and grooving. And G pull up. Um, I ain't going to say who he you know, is. This is when he was rapping. He pull up in the Phantom. He backed the Phantom up. You know, open the door, pull the umbrella out. He's fucking around. He's on that. Yeah, mind you, the Phantom is, a, is a, over a quarter million dollar car, mm-hmm. and I'm looking. I ain't never seen a Phantom in the real world. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never. I ain't. Ne- you know, I never seen nothing like this. So it's, it's fucking me up. Mm-hmm. And these two girls walk past, and they said, uh, they said, "Ooh, your three hundred so hard." This <laughs> oh. yeah. They didn't know. But that, that goes to show you They don't really give a fuck About shit like that I mean but that was then though Now bro Now these females I mean, They don't know They be I mean, They that. don't know With the internet I'm The way it is and, That don't and mean Instagram shit They don't know they, they might see They might research it later Well they don't know If it's real or fake They for don't sure. know nothing Nobody yeah. does Niggas don't either Who are you dressing for That's why when I walk In this motherfucker With this This uh this Mandarin collar shirt seamstress cut with these slacks. I don't give a fuck if you know what it is, but you know that you ain't got nothing in your closet look like this. Mm. You know that you, yeah. My clothes, my clothes are in a, in, in a, uh, in a, uh, what do I want to call it? A, uh, I don't keep my shit in no closet. Let's just say that. <laughs> when you, you know what I'm saying? Talk no shit, you keep your clothes When you have clothes and shoes, not jeans and sneakers. When you got clothes and shoes, you keep them in a wardrobe. Mm. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I'm bit th- you know, do what you want to do. I'm just saying that I won't get lost in the mix at any time, and that would that's my goal. And not just to do weird shit. You know, people to do weird shit just to, to try going. to be yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. I do who I am, what I am, and how I want to be. You know, um, we're all fathers in here. We're all uh, fathers, and we live for our kids. I mean, a part of us lives for our kids. Tell me about. I was told to ask you. Okay. Tell, just tell me about fatherhood from your perspective. Mm, that was well put. Um, tell me what it is to be, what it's like to be a father in, in your world. Everybody fathers differently. Everybody parents are because it ain't no it ain't no real no book real, to father. No real right, right way or no wrong way to parent. But how do you differentiate the way you parent from from others? And you say I know you have a you say you have a fifteen year old. I do. So. Um. Parenthood is an ever-evolving Rubik's Cube that every block changes colors. Mm. My son is phenomenal, though. He's, he's, a, he's a monster. He, you know, he's a gorgeous young man that's smarter than I was when I was 10 years older than him. You know, he understands things, and he is adaptive, and he is... 
I see my son with other kids and I'll be happy that that's my son. He's a powerful, powerful young man with with emotions, and and I invite the emotions, but he also do that. He do that, mm-hmm. and my son's very. He's like he's like he about he about a AR's complexion, so you know he's light complexion, and and you would say what's the, what's the point of that? But my son didn't know that he didn't look like me till just a couple years ago. <laughs> In my son's head, and we our facial features are similar. This is this guy. Oh yeah, y'all look yeah, just alike. That's the big homie. So his light skin. Yeah, and he um he he didn't know. You know, he he often forgets that he uh that he uh doesn't look exactly like me. <laughs> you know? He got the demeanor though. Oh, he's a big dog. He stand like that and he coming like that. Mm-hmm. And he gonna tell you and say something about his daddy. I bet he stand up in your chest. For sure. Yeah. As you should. And, but but he's um man, he's just powerful. And and it's but he's still a child. I, one time I'm over uh Maxie, you familiar with Maxie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We I'm over at Maxie's house. Me and my son and Maxie's got his son and we just talking about music and so on and so forth. And my son's probably about seven or eight at that time. Maybe a little older, I don't remember. Yeah, now nah, he's maybe a little younger. Seven or eight maybe. And it's like a little car and like a little boat on the floor. And he's like, Daddy, can I play with that? And he knows to ask before he touches anything. And I was like, You wanna play with that? I'll never forget. He said, I am a kid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, Man, go play. Play. I asked Max of course. Sometimes you get that shit though. I do because I've only raised my son to be an adult his entire life. Mm. I've prepared him for adulthood. You don't have to like people like let them be children. You don't have to let a child be a child. They're already a child. You can't unchild them unless you right. do some terrible things. Hmm. You cannot stop it. Like people, a lot of times people focus real hard on making sure that children have fun. If you have to do that, you are focusing on the easiest part of a child's life. You give a child a box, that motherfucker's gonna have don't fun. Go crazy. Don't go crazy. And if it, if that child doesn't. You don't need to work on them having fun. <laughs> You're going to give them something that doesn't come natural to them. I never, I have never in my life focused on my son having fun. Hmm. He's going to have fun in his room by himself, in a room with a bunch of kids at the park. You see, he, earlier he called and asked, could he go to the park? Yes, he, he goes to the park every fucking day. Hmm. And he goes fucking around with the kids and so on. AR's nodding over there because you know, he, <laughs> he's around all the time. And, um, and you know, but I don't have to focus on him having fun. I have to focus on him being a monster. I have to focus on him having a career. I do. I would never in my life leave my son's future up to a school system that is not in his favor. Mm. I don't give a fuck about school beyond reading and 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 reading, writing, and arithmetic. I've never. I don't care about. I don't. Nothing about school interests me. He still goes to school. He, my son was set to graduate when he was twelve. I don't give a fuck about school. It's not interesting to me. It's likely that he'll never work for a person his entire life. You know, my, uh, like we talked about the, uh, you know, with the tattoo studio, he, he'll be a better tattoo artist by the time he's eighteen than I am right now. That's and that's in a lot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, Ar oh, yeah. is nodding because he's he seeing his breeze, artwork, man. You know. <laughs> And, um, but he he was drawn back then. He didn't have a, but here's yeah. here's where we get here's where it gets real. He didn't have a choice. Nah, bro. He used to make oh, him like literally sit right. there, bro. And, no, do this right. No, erase that. No, get a new sheet. Like he was on. Think him, bro. about how wild it is to not obligate yourself to giving your child the only thing that you know best. 
Mm. It's like you're cheating. If you there's don't. not enough. There's not a professor. There's not a teacher. Anybody is going to care about your child the way you more do. than you do. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. And that's why it's my obligation. And my son can go to the fucking circus. He can be a unicyclist. So I give a fuck once he's an adult. But he will have been given everything that I know before he's the age where I was even introduced to it. That way, if he does want a tattoo or he wants to be an artist or a businessman, my son is my my son is uh search, researching and finding property to purchase right now. He's been saving all his money from me. He gets paid at a tattoo studio. He don't get paid a lot, but enough to save his money up. He's looking to buy his first property. That's dope. I'm not talking about a house. I'm talking about some dirt. And if you don't know, buy dirt. We talked about it a million times. Definitely. Buy dirt. Dirt is the only thing that cannot be recreated. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this, man. Shit. You know, still looking at fatherhood and all of that. Yes. Sir. Do you have you? Everybody has traumas mm-hmm. as children and mm-hmm. growing up, right? Yes. Sir. Do you feel like your childhood traumas or experiences mm-hmm. dictate how you raise your child today? Like, do they affect that? Like, are you t- constantly trying to protect them, or you know, from whatever, from what you experienced as a child? I think a brittle spirit is easily broken. Mm. And the influence of a brittle spirit on a strong spirit can make that spirit also weak. Mm. So don't I don't put on my son anything they would put on me. Yeah. I I'm not I'm not afraid for my son. You know? Mm. I taught him from the day one. What to do in situations only to be prepared. Never panic. No matter what it is. I don't give a fuck if it's a dog attacking you. Don't panic. Somebody want to do something to you. All you got to do is not panic. I used to fight a lot. And we talked about this. I love love to fight. I don't know. (laughs) It's not something that's my essence. Nobody taught me this. But I like the feeling of fighting. But I, I always... One because I never I've never been in a fight. I've been in hundreds of fights, and I first of all I've never been in a fight with a nigga my size. Always niggas bigger than me, and I've never been angry. Mm. The best thing you can do, the best position you can be in in a fight is the calm one fighting somebody that's angry. And I my, I say that to say, I've taught my son from every perspective to never panic. If the floor falls from under you, don't panic. David, I don't give a fuck what you believe in. If you believe in God, if you believe in the universe, this universe will never put on anybody anything that is not that they that they're not capable of withstanding. Hmm. So, I don't. You know who I feel bad for? Who? Privileged people. Mm. I be, I feel bad for people that never had a hard time. Given everything. I don't give a fuck what they was giving if they've never had a hard time. There's people that have come up not, with, not without everything, but it's never been hard. Mm-hmm. You see? You've never had to struggle. They've back. never been. One time my son, um, we left the house. He probably was six, seven years old. And we went over to, say, my mother's house. I don't remember where we went. And we had just ate. You know, I cooked some stuff. We ate and so on and so forth. And we leave in the house. And we get over there. And they're like, you want some of this? And he said, yeah, I'm so hungry. And I was thinking, you motherfucker, <laughs> you going to do this to me? I'm already a single father. And now, mind you, I'm a street nigga. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not what you see right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's a hard time for me to 
I've raised, I'll take that back. I want to take you back to, I raised my son by myself since he was, you know, a baby, mm-hmm. essentially. And so I'm still proving myself that mm-hmm. I can do this. And you going to come in here around these people? <laughs> <laughs> talk about you hungry? And you starving? And But I had to stop. I digress because he's never been hungry before. Mm. Never in his life has he been hungry. So how would he know? And so I did not, you know, it wasn't like a chastising, but I told him, you know, you did, was you hungry? Like, was your stomach hurting? He was like, yeah, I don't know. I, I could eat. I, you know? <laughs> and so I understood. But, the, you know, those are things that I wanted him not to eat so that he could feel true hunger. Mm. But he wouldn't learn from that because food was going to be there. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You jump higher when there's no safety net. You jump harder. You run harder. You push harder when you when your body's gonna splatter on the ground, or when you, you know, when you when you're gonna drown. You know, when there's no ventilator. You know, there's no air waiting for you. Whatever the fuck, you work harder to get to the surface. You know, right. when you know that you don't work that hard when you know somebody will save yeah. you. You know, and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I could never genuinely teach him that lesson. But I still told him like, why you, sir. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, you, if that was Savannah, I would have. No. Just because it's like, you just ate low-key. Like. But they don't know. Man. They've never been hungry. I've been hungry. I remember a long period of time. I don't want to say how long. It might have been months. I was a child. I don't remember. It might have been a, year, a full year where I only ate at school. Damn. You know? And, and, and you know, things happen. Things go how they would. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't fault no, you know, nobody, no nothing. But, mm-hmm. but. That's what it was. And for that reason, I don't know if it's for that reason. It might just be who I am. I'm not a foodie. I don't I don't give a fuck about eating. I, it's not my interest. I don't care about food. That's why it was, I was, I ain't ate meat in five, six years. It's just not something that I'm interested in. I don't care. It's easy because I don't, that's like you, you said. He eat to live instead of live to eat. Right. You know, the first thing I do when I know for a fact I'm going out of town, find the food spots. I got homeboys to do, I got a homeboy to do that. They'll go out of town because there's a restaurant opening. And that's cool. I don't think I don't like I I don't think nothing negative about nobody to do nothing. That's just not how I'm coming. But that's just not me. Yeah. You know? But so um my parenting is very <clears throat> case sensitive. You know? And, and my son, he knows don't play with me. My son ain't my son has done bullshit like any kid does. But my son has never disrespected me. He's never talked negatively toward me. He's only only thing my son has ever done is not acted the way he does when I'm around, when I'm not around. As he but, should. But who, right, you know, who doesn't? But uh, it's different for him because his daddy is a Monty Trey Niner. So when I'm not around, he's a Monty Trey Niner. <laughs> tell, <laughs> you know? tell him the name again, like, man. Tell him the name again. What's the name? Amani Trey Niner. Tell him how Amani Trey Niner became like your mm. First, my mama named me Amani. It's Swahili for peace. Mm-hmm. My mom, I'm one of seven, right? I'm the only child my mother had naturally. She would tell this story a million times. It's the only reason I remember it. <laughs> and uh, my umbilical cord was around my neck like this way and that way, and I was upside down and all this shit. And if they gave her an epidural, she could have pushed too fast and I could have died. If they if they didn't get me out fast enough, I'd suffocate and all this shit. So, um, And I'm not saying it like it's not important because it is. And that woman went through her only natural sure. childbirth for me. And, you know, and um, 
and and she was very angry throughout her entire and very violent she says throughout her entire pregnancy with me and so before I was even born she decided to name me Amani because she thought that would balance me out mm -hmm. I don't know if it worked but you know <laughs> and then uh, I'm from the 3900 block of what? of, of the USA nigga it don't matter <laughs> I'm from the city I'm from Indianapolis Indiana and I'm from the 3900 block so Amani Trey Niner was born I'll tell you how I was really born though as Amani Trey Niner mm -hmm. that's what we want to know I'm making a Facebook page 2000 whatever mm -hmm. I don't know whatever Facebook kind of started or got to pop and say like 2009, 2013. It was it was 08 maybe, 08 old ish. I think as soon as I graduated high school, that's when I made my Facebook. Yeah, it so, probably was yeah, a little before that though. But so, and you had to have you had to have three names. What? You had to have a full name, a first, middle, and last name. Mm, I, I didn't know that. I would just put my middle name. And my the, shit was fat dude with tattoos. <laughs> and that All day, right. Amani Trey Niner was born. Damn. And it just stuck. It didn't, it didn't have no motherfucking choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I said I am. And the, and the DJs and all, you know, when you go and you're doing it, you're performing, you go up, you know, give them your CD, tell them your name or whatever. This is early in my shit. And I'm like, Amani Trey Knight. And they're like, what? Amani Trey Knight. Nigga, turn the music down then. Amani <laughs> Trey Knight. They're like, Trey? Yeah, no. Armani, I'm pointing at the shit on the fucking <laughs> Armani Trey Knight. Armani, bitch, you see R in there? <laughs> I swear to God, I called him like three times within the last week. Like, is it Armani or Armani? And he's bro, like, don't get that. He said, bro, don't, don't do fuck that. it up when you get Don't do that. He said, bro, don't fuck it up. Armani so Trey Knight. I wanted to make sure I had that right. Yes, sir. Um, Bro, man. This is, this is. I, I got one more question before we out of here. Oh, yeah. Fuck so, that shit. So, on your snap. Mm. All right, you know, you know, you know, your snap be slapping. Um, I deleted my snap. You did? Really? I, got a, I started another. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it got, it got full of. You had Teddy Tuesday. It was wild. What? Teddy I missed that. Man, Teddy what? Tuesday ran for Teddy. years. <laughs> I, listen, let me tell you about social media real quick before we get off. I don't know how many of questions y'all got left, but you got a lot more shit you ain't covered. So I hope oh. you got some more. Oh. But let me tell you about <laughs> social media. I booked an entire tattoo tour, a national tour off mm -hmm. of Snapchat. Yep. Damn. 30-something city tour 2017. 34-city tour 2019 off of Snapchat only. I say that to say, niggas be on social media for the goofiest reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to lock shit up. For sure. I don't fuck around. I don't talk about money. That's not what I'm on, but Yeah. Oh yeah. What that hold on, we, what we, that mean? We not yeah. even we not even talking about the the ink master. Yeah, we not we, we not even talking about the 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 shows, the, the, the black every ink shows he didn't turn every down. Every tattoo show that has been on television I've been contacted by or a representative or somebody on the show. I kinda did want to talk to you about uh, how did you feel about not uh how you feel about but what do you think about the black ink actually coming to Indianapolis and, and, and how do you how do you view that? Like, shout out to Ar, my photographer is phenomenal. Oh yeah, he's he's getting he's, all he's wild. He, he was actually I, I on really time. I don't really fuck with him though because he's a little wild. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was actually on time this evening. Yeah, what you on? What you on? I'm sorry. Like, what does that got to do with me? I'm sorry. Why? Was you excited when I got he was here? Because he was on time. Exactly. <laughs> I treat everything that way though. 
I listen, I'm comfortable showing up an hour late to anything. Yeah. I'm talking about comfortable. I'm not rushing. I'm driving slow. I was right. I was working on a record. I got this fucking hard. I was sitting at the entrance for at least 10 minutes. <laughs> I had to finish oh, that. Well, how do you how do you feel about something big like Black King actually coming to Indianapolis? And, and I love everything, man. I just love. I love it. I love this city. I love. I love. I love how the culture. I just love people. I love my. It makes me. I want to hug. Oh, giddy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> when I see shit happen, and I understand that it's different for everybody, but when I see somebody do something, I want to go talk to that nigga. Yeah. Like, nigga, that's hard, yeah. nigga. <laughs> what can I do? Yeah. Let me buy it. Let yeah. me do it. Whatever it is, give me some of it. AR, word to AR. I'm, I'm putting AR on salary right now. This is something we're in negotiations with. Mm-hmm. There is no job. If you work with me, you don't work for nobody else until they can out. Do what I'm paying you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And it's not like a stealing, but I'm going to put a nigga up. You can, I can name videographers, trainers, photographers, nigga graphic designers, other artists that was never at the level that they are until they work with me. The biggest shit you will do will be when I'm involved. Mm. I, I'm, he, he told me the same thing I'm, nigga, I'm, Without, you, I'm giving you everything I got He told me the same thing I'm not coming to no situation I don't give a fuck what it is I'm not coming to no situation half-assing At all. I'm bringing everything I got I'm giving you whatever. If it's a visual thing I'm giving you facial expressions I'm giving you content I'm giving you emotion I'm giving you Do you see? Look at AR <laughs> I'm giving you everything I got. And AR is a phenomenal photographer. But I tell AR, this ain't the one. He's like, no, nah, this is it. I can do it better. And then he'll pow, 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 shoot that motherfucker. And I'm like, this is the, before I look, and the word to AR, before I look at it, I say, that's the one. And that nigga look at me like, fuck. <laughs> I know, man, I'm not, and I'm not, it sound like, you know, I don't know what it sound like, but I don't give a fuck. I know what I'm doing. Absolutely. And, and Man, I know what I'm doing, and it's not for me. It's not, I don't do it for me. I'm going to be groovy. I'm going to be gro- I'll die today I'm a legend, nigga. Absolutely. If I stop tattooing right now, you will never be able to not see my work. When I tattoo a motherfucker, and we say just to work on tattooing, you see my work, you say one, a motherfucker say one or two things. Who the fuck did that? Or Imani did that, didn't yep. mm-hmm. you? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I've, I've looked at your work. That shit is like... And I don't get... We ain't got to talk about you hearing my crazy. voice. You ain't never in your life going to say, oh, that sounds like... No. You, that is. <laughs> you know who that is. <laughs> this is one of the last things I wanted to ask you. Come on, you got to come up with some more while I'm talking. Because we got <laughs> way too much. This is... Which y'all niggas gotta go home? Y'all got a curfew or some shit? <laughs> Look, wait, are you gonna? <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. So the, the other day you was on there talking about um, why do females expect more from a man than from themselves? What was that TikTok? Uh, it was on. It was it was Snap, but it, it came on Snap. I saw wow, it on Snap, okay. but it was on TikTok. I be forgetting about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. My yeah. assistant posts a lot of shit. <laughs> like my assistant just be, be on that snapping me while I'm just working and shit. Yeah. She's like, no, nah, say that again. I love where the why, why, do, why do you feel like females feel entitled to stuff? Because of you. Because of you. Look, work, this is real life. I ain't hollered at a woman in 10 years. Hmm. If I interact with her, it's because she approached me. I know who I am. I can change a woman's life. 
I'm not going to be in a relationship with a woman that works a job, not because I take care of her, but because I taught her how to build a business. I'm not. I'm not the wrong home. Listen, no, 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 no. Nah, bro, that's a you that's your the job. Wrong way. That's your job, bro. You taking her lunch and shit. <laughs> you support it, but that's what you should do. I'm not talking about chivalry. I've been, I'm not hey, talking I, about chivalry. We almost now. Did. Listen, I, I revere women as godly. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not saying negatively. I'm saying I know who I am, and if I'm gonna interact, well, I'm about to retire. This is young for retirement. You see what I'm saying? There's a lot of women right now that's 30 something, creeping up <clears> on <throat> 40, about to get their first house. Big house. $150,000, quarter million dollar house. Congratulations. You just signed up to work until you're 70. God damn, I never thought about it like that. 30 years. You hear me? Fuck. You think one of two things going to happen. One, now I work for you. <laughs> now I got to take care of these goofy ass bills. Look, I don't, li- I don't got nothing I don't own. Breon, no. I got car. I got. I got. Look, I had twenty cars before I had a buzz. I, 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 I say, I'm not saying that to. Don't say, you say cuz? I'm not saying that to say nothing. But my house, my mama house. I own the house I grew up in. My mom. I'm. I'm putting my mama out soon to remodel the house she's in. You see what I'm saying? I tried to put my mom in another house years ago, but I wanted to put her in a bigger uh, one level and mm-hmm. talk to my brothers and sisters. And they was like, nah, she, you know, as a motherfucker get older, you want it. My mom was 62, but she, hold on, I'm about to fuck your nose up. My mom was gorgeous. Hey, man. I'm about to fuck you up. Boy. Talk out loud how you feel when I show you. This is my mama. She's 62. Sheesh. Calm down, nigga. You said talk out loud. But I'm saying this woman's 62. Damn. So she don't. She ain't. We ain't talking about getting older like that. But but you still want a motherfucker. She looks like mad free in that. Oh, she's she's. I should show the picture. Carefree. I don't got it in my phone. Damn. Carefree. Yeah, pull it up. Yeah, and she she why why wouldn't she? Yeah, she could. Nigga, who the fuck is her son? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm not the hardest. My sister's a doctor. My sister's a dental surgeon and and ortho, just ortho work. All of it. my sister, I wouldn't have no teeth in my motherfucking head. My sister wasn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> my brother, oh, I got my older brother, Morpheus, nigga. That nigga. Oh my god. Let me see what picture you got. Ar. Oh yeah, this is a couple weeks ago. She was sixty and it's 62, 61 in here. She's sixty two here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mama my mama beautiful. look like my sister. Mama beautiful. Man, for real. But so. My point is, I was building another house, and they was like, nah, she still need to have stairs. So I started building something else. You know, I was going to do, like, this big-ass one-level joint, but my mom would like windows and shit. So I didn't do all this shit, and I wasn't going to let her know about it. So I had to start on something else. But th- this is when I, this is how I'm coming. You know what I mean? I'm putting, anyway, I don't even remember what we was talking about. That's just. Female women feeling entitled. Oh, yeah. So if I'm going to be working, if I'm not working, how wild is that? Like, I'm just chilling. I'm talking about my dick in my hands. I'm chilling. When I retire, I'm not talking about, like, retire and get a side job to take it. No. <laughs> no. I'm big old chilling. And I don't, I don't do, like, vacation and all that. I, I ain't, you know, I don't do that. But I just, you know, I'm going to be, I'm, when I retire, I'm going to get into more into architecture, building shit for people. I don't, if a, if a motherfucker live in a property that they don't own and they don't want to get into a property that I will build for them, I won't fuck with them. You don't know none of the niggas at that bank that own your house. Mm-mm. Hmm. 
And it, I don't give a fuck if you in an apartment, you got a two-bedroom, two-bath apartment, right? I'll build you a three-bedroom. I'll build you a two-bath with, with bigger bathrooms. You, nigga, that fucking look like some, like, bedroom. Whatever it is you want, I'm going to build that. You feel what I'm saying? You're going to go get a loan, <laughs> go get a mortgage to do, and I'm going to give you an option to buy early. You see what I'm saying? That's how I'm coming. I don't. I want every motherfucker I know to either live in a property that, that I've built or purchase a property from me. Or even if I can help them buy it from somebody else, I just want to put people in positions of power. But I say that to say, think about how wild it would be me working as hard as I've been working to generate what I generate and put people in this position and then fucking with some regular woman. That's wild. The fuck you gonna do with that twenty dollars an hour? I want to do my part. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only the fault, and it, it ain't her fault. That ain't her parents' fault. She might want to be like her mom or like her daddy, and they her daddy just retired. He did his forty years, thirty whatever the fuck years, and he, that's weird to me. We are in an era where you don't gotta have shit to make a million dollars. That's true. You can drop ship. Do you know what the fuck drop shipping is? That means you sell something that somebody else owned and they pay you the difference. And the person that owns it ships that bitch to them. <laughs> Think about what we're talking yeah, about yeah, right sure. now. So many different ways to make money. It's Easy so money. many different ways. And I'm not, again, now some people say weird shit like every black person should own a business. That's not realistic. Because not, not everybody not meant realistic. to be a business owner. Yeah. That's not realistic. Mm-hmm. But you can work for somebody that you know. You feel what I'm saying? I would rather work for somebody. I would rather make less and work for somebody that I know that I can that's going to give a fuck about me. Right. I come and work for you, right? Mm-hmm. And I tell you, man, my son ain't feeling so well. You, you, you care about me. You love me. You love my son, ain't it? So, yeah, yeah man, stay home. I got it. You ain't docking my shit. You ain't giving me points. You ain't all that shit. You fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it's going to be people to try to overstep their boundaries and all that, but I would rather get played by a motherfucker I care about. That way I can give them the distance they need than trust somebody that I don't know. God damn. Damn. This is real life for me. Hold on, man. Let me write that down. That's <laughs> real life. But... Bro, I'm, I'm over here just like going crazy, like <laughs> notes, like full of shit. God damn, Man, it's real life for me, and I don't, I don't, I don't ever hold a person to a standard that they have not presented to me. You see what I'm saying? I trust. If I trust a person, I trust them in the capacity that they have proven to be trusted. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That makes so sense. So I'm not telling you, hey, Breon, let's go wipe this. We got to walk something down real quick. We never did that. Why Why are you? Why? <laughs> we never did. <laughs> I didn't say I do that. Right. I didn't say, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I tell you, hey, I got this business idea, let's do that. I, you know, and, and you know how I'm coming. If you say no, yeah, fuck you. Because you know what I do. Mm-hmm. And I know that you do business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you small business shit. You do bigger business shit. How would you not trust me with this if I presented myself? You just got a, you got, you, you got a distinct disdain mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and with that, I understand. I'm not gonna change the context of our relationship, though. I just know that these other things is out of bounds. We can laugh, we can joke, we can talk about charity, we can talk about business if it's for you, and we can, you know, so on and so forth. I think people hold people to things that they never said they would do, and that's wild. But with that, I think the same thing for a woman. I'm not going into a relationship with a woman that that 
has not presented to me. I'll tell you something you don't consider. I would never get in a relationship with a woman that I have not seen at the extent of every emotion. Mm. Write that down. No, this is 57, my Damn. <laughs> Think about it. Think about what you're doing. Because you, you, you really got to get to know that pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you diving into like. Mm-hmm. You're not diving into trust. Facts. I don't give a fuck if I got to make her upset. I got to see her angry. Right. Because you know what I don't want? I don't want to be in a relationship or maybe married by this time. And I find out when she gets angry, she's a stabber. <laughs> I'm gonna find out early if she is. I need right. to know this now, right? Because I'm gonna have Hammer or Wop get on her motherfucking ass early. Or I guess you know my sisters is with the bullshit, yeah. you know. But not even that. But just I know now. I know, right? Or, but then more passionately, I want to know her at her saddest. That way I can see it and I can stop it preemptively. And you know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know how Before to handle it. Before it even gets there. Right. She, but maybe when she when she gets sad, she don't cry. She don't do nothing. She close up, tighten up. She don't do nothing. She don't talk no. She's a zombie. I need to know that before that happens so I can stop that. Come here. Come here. All right. What is it? Nothing. It's 36 nothings before she tell the truth. Absolutely. Nothing. Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. What did it? Nothing. Who did it? Nothing. Who did it? Nothing. Nothing. Well, it was the ball. <laughs> Right, you know, and I need to know that. I need to know her at her happiest. I need to know maybe she's not comfortable showing her happiness to me as of yet, but I want to see the music she listened to. I want to see the movies that she likes. I want to see the whatever the fuck so I can see her laugh, her unbridled character. And then I want to get that. Mm. Bitch, I'm going to get that. That's that's you. That's the happy you. I'm coming to get it. What is it? Yeah, I'ma buy a fucking dolphin, nigga. I wanna, <laughs> I'ma go fucking catch a velociraptor. I don't give a fuck if they don't exist. I'ma do some shit in a petri dish. I'ma do some shit. Yeah. It ain't about money. It's about care. And I want her. So I need to see that she needs to prove to me who she is, so that I can prove to her that it ain't never gonna be another me. Jeez. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to give her everything a motherfucker could never give her. So I need to know this. You see what I'm saying? 58. And I think it's, I think, now it's fine to have fun though. Mm-hmm. It's cool to have fun. Yeah, fuck on her. She want to just fuck her. She want to throw that pussy on you. You ain't nothing but a dick in a bag. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's cool if y'all agreed to this. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But no, no man should be treated like a sex toy and a, and a, and a financial obligation or however. Right. And no woman should be treated like a motherfucking sex toy and some sort of support without the agreeing, agreement of that. Mm-hmm. Think about that effective many, communication from the jump. Straight up. You know, you ever seen, you've seen people race, like drag race, right? Mm-hmm. Drag racing when they're beep, beep, beep. That's a good relationship. You know what, not, what a bad relationship is? Street racing. You know, the rolling start. You seen them on the highway? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, burn. They going, but they already going 40. We already committed to this shit, bitch. We was racing when we got up here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not real. But y- y'all started fucking, and then you at her house all the time. And you just don't take shit home, man. You know, the day that you made the mistake was when you had to go to work and she didn't. And you left her in your house. <laughs> you feel me? Congratulations! You just signed up. When it when it it's not a terrible thing, but you should say, "All right, well, look, this looks like it sounds like." First of all, it's fun. <laughs> we got to give them information in the sandwich. If you, if you tell your children to school, you know they give you information in the sandwich form. Uh, look, 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 baby, you. Uh, 
They had a good, you know, spelled their name right. They also bit Tyler, but then they, you know, <laughs> closed off with a good, you know, so it's not so difficult. And you tell a motherfucker, I would tell a woman, I like you. I like what we doing. But I don't know what this is. And now usually women do that and niggas is annoyed by it. I'm going to beat you to it, bitch. Congratulations. I like you. Ha, 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 got you. Bitch, <laughs> you thought you was going to tell me. I got you. So, hey, you know, let's do this more often. But here's what. I don't like. I can't do these niggas you fuck with. You don't like the hoes I fuck with, I'll cut that off. Or I'm not gonna stop fucking with them. Because it ain't what that is, or this ain't what that is. Or here, you know, you you I like you level four. You know what I mean? I ain't never gonna like nobody past level one. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'm I'm not saying whatever's right or wrong. I'm saying be you know, some people say be truthful. But being honest is answering a question. Truthful that somebody asks. Being forthcoming is giving the truthful answer to a question that did not that you were not asked. I'll tell you again. Being truthful, <laughs> being honest is telling the truth to a question somebody asks you. Right. Being forthcoming. being forthcoming is giving honest information to a question that was not yet asked. Mm-hmm. Damn. And that's important. Because being forthcoming says, you know, even if she don't know, I'm still I'm still moving and grooving out here. Facts. I only fuck you raw. I only date, date you. You feel like or I only sleep at your house. I only here's the thing. This is I only do with you, and I never do with nobody else. But I'm letting you know I don't only want to fuck one bitch. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and you she don't like this. That's fine. And, but at the at the at the beginning of this situation, she can tell she me can to te- fuck, fuck off. Right. She can tell me get the fuck out of here, weird ass nigga. My mom ain't raised me like that. Or however she talk. Oh my god, I can't believe you say whatever she can say. She can say that I did it with honesty at the beginning. And I was forthcoming. Yeah. That way, if she don't fuck with me, she know what time it is. Or she can fuck with me while while I grow. But you gave her that choice. That you know option. What you know what I mean. I ain't playing with her emotions. I just keep fucking with these. These ain't, ain't shit, bitch. Hey, maybe you ain't it's, shit. It's, it's you. You got to set the tone from the jump. And, and it's the same thing for women as to men. Women will be like, niggas ain't shit. Niggas will be like, bitches ain't shit. At what point, at what point do you know? Fuck communication. At what point do you question your own judge of character? <laughs> you know who I don't trust? These bitches that change their hairstyle every, every week. You know who I don't trust? A bitch I ain't never seen her real scalp. <laughs> At all That's a whole nother monster I ain't gonna get into that t- Fucking Weaves, Ethnic yeah. uh, Almost It's like ethnic dysphoria It's almost like Cultural dis- You know what I'm saying Like Her real hair You ain't, gonna- <laughs> you ain't never seen Man I'm not fu- And it's cool Cause they have a look And that's groovy that's, It's a whole different monster So I get out of it quick But Think about it 80% of the women you know Wear weaves and bundles And shit like this right and if they don't think that that's, I don't want to say cultural appropriation, but if it's a, some sort of ethnic dysphoria, then how would they feel if you've seen an entire group of white women with Afro wigs every day? And they had the pics, and they doing all that. It would fuck like you up. They'd they like turn up about it. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not saying that women shouldn't do anything. Do your thing. Fuck your hoe how you fuck your hoe. But you have to pay attention to how far you straying away from who you naturally are. 
Bitch, I know you got a big ass forehead. I love it. Come here, mm-hmm. stupid ass. You feel me? I know that your hair ain't thick and long. Let me see that afro. Wear a fade. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not something that. And again, do your thing. You got to wear a dress. You got a bustier. You got a corset. You got a whatever the fuck. Wear the wig. That's groovy. But if people have not seen that woman more often with her natural hair than not, there's something to be questioned about that woman's internal perspective of herself. Because again, think about if you see a white woman with a nappy Afro wig on every fucking day. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> They'll turn up about that shit. They'll bro. tear her ass up. Mm-hmm. Drag her. Double standard. I don't even, that ain't a double standard. It's weird. And and it's being entertained. It's weird. And it's being entertained. I mean, that's a whole different monster. Like I said, that's a whole different monster. That goes into the full face makeup. All that. That's that's this this different. I don't give a fuck if she got pimples. They call it enhancement. No, it's not enhancement. <laughs> that's that's, that's exactly you, no no. You know what it is? That's a drag queen. I'm telling you to now listen now listen now listen. At one point, the only people that wore full faces of makeup were men posing as women. The black culture never did full faces of makeup. You enhance, yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's black. Hold on. Go do your thing. Yo. Yeah. I think it's um yeah. I just think it's something important to consider when approaching a new situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I ain't talking about going for some, you know, some woman that's got perfect skin and okay. big long ass hair, no shit like that. I'm saying that the more you appreciate a woman, encourage your woman to take that motherfucker off. Mm-hmm. Encourage you, encourage, tell her how beautiful she is when her face is big. You know the wildest shit. If I, uh, I told a woman once, I seen her with no makeup. I said, "You look so much better with no makeup," and she was offended. Mm. That's crazy. Be- but you know, because women dress and do things for other women, they see what other women do and they want to do what they're doing. And other women say, "You look so pretty like that." You not fucking her. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? Okay. I'm telling you I like you. I'm telling you I love you. A woman's confidence will never be built by another woman. Mm. A woman's confidence can be built by herself, number one, or a man. If she's interested in men. Mm-hmm. If she's not, then it would be whomever she or whatever type she's interested in. That's where the most confidence comes from. Think about before you was interested in anybody, right? Mm -hmm. When you was a kid. Where did your biggest confidence boosters come from? My mama. mama. Bingo! Mm -hmm. The motherfucker that you love most or you look to most. Uh You see what I'm saying? So think about how wild it is for women to do, and I'm about to hit one we hit earlier, which is like a good stand-up when you go back to an old line. But when when a woman is in, is looking to impress other women, things that men are not interested in, or when niggas is buying shit just to shit on other niggas. Okay. You're confused. The idea of who you should be impressing is confusing. Again, I'm going to hit one this earlier. When Amani walks in in this motherfucking outfit that looked like it was spray painted on him, I am interested in impress- impressing only one thing. 
people that need to be impressed. A nigga going to see me and say, man, that nigga has got something going on. And a bitch going to see me and say the exact same thing in a different texture. That nigga got something going on. Hello. <laughs> Welcome home. So I say that to say the idea of supporting a woman is not just financial. It's from every perspective. And if she, you got to watch who, what, I think men are a part of the problem by entertaining it, but also by seeing things and then looking for it. You see what I'm saying? Give me an example. There's a difference between a toy and a tool. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A, a toy, um, whatever you want to call a toy. It's going to change you for it temporarily. Bingo. It's a tool meant for can... entertainment purposes only. Right. And a say tool for, that you say can for us as build. adults, you right. know, um, our uh, Xbox. Uh, Xbox, perfect. I don't play video games. I forgot about them. But Xbox, it's, it's perfect. It's amazing. It's news, ingenuity. This fucking all this shit is amazing. But you will never do anything with that that's going to save your life. Unless you're fucking one of these gamer niggas or something that makes you money. But by majority, people don't uh, fund their lives off of the games. However... A, a pistol, you know, <laughs> will save your family's life, or a literal tool set, right? That you can fix things for your children, put things together for your children, assemble things in the house, make your doors more secure, you know, uh, you know, fix and repair things. You can alter the trajectory of your life with tools. You can alter your perspective of entertainment with toys. God damn! So, seeing <laughs> what I, I say that to say. Uh. Seeing a, seeing a woman on your social media or however that's visually entertainment, entertaining is a toy. We like to see all the ass shots and all that, but have you fucked any bitches with any giant ass shot asses? Real life, real question. All right, let's not let's not ask that. I'll say that I have. It's not that tight. <laughs> it's not that amazing. I would rather a woman, and I'm not talking about no amazing built woman. A woman is built like she done had some churn. Yeah. A woman is this built like that shit's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Hey, I see you with that motherfucking tiger stripe with, bitch. With Come, that, here. With that Come here. Come here. <laughs> Come here. I like the fupa. I went I woman. Yeah. I was doing a tattoo on a woman and she said that she was gonna get her get a breast lift. I was doing an under like under a bra tattoo. Mm-hmm. And and now a, a lot of niggas go straight to, oh, I bet you your job is great. When I'm tattooing, it's only canvas. I don't give a fuck if it's a nigga, it's a bitch. I don't even remember what it is when I'm tattooing. The skin is just a canvas, so it's not what I'm on. But I was like, why? What do you want? You know? And we, we have a we have great conversations, whoever I'm talking to, because I keep it greasy just like I am right now. And she's like, I want my titties to be up here. I was like, you weird. Mm. This what your mama built like? Where are you thinking you should get this from? You think when your daughter, because she was like, well, I just, I'm so top heavy. I said, you get that done and your daughter see you when she's 15. You think that's going to make her feel great? Or you think she going to think she should be built like her mama? Mm-hmm. Because you got, now it's crazy that you got to ask. Yourself. Humble yourself. You got to ask them now. Humble yourself and guide that child. Yeah. God damn. This nigga here. I'm dead serious. God. I'm about to go home and cut my child hair. 
Bitch, what the <laughs> No. <What happened>? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She's not gonna be bald in the No, mouth. let her live her life. It's her natural hair. Yeah, you yeah. picking up the wrong shit. That nigga's wild. He's going left. He's like, so beat bitches up, make the boys fight girl. No. No. <laughs> oh. Uh, I got I got I got one more question for you, baby. Yes. Uh, one more question. Oh, you got all my time. Listen, I told you I cleared my schedule. I sent my client home early for this. What's a conversation that black women aren't ready to have? Shit, the one we black, just had with the No, one. no, it's not. <laughs> That's they not ready to have that either. Black women don't have a general respect for men. Not black women. Women in general. I don't want to I'm they don't got shit to do with black women and white women. Let's do something more general. Women do not have a general respect for men. What do you where do you think that? Because it used to be, it used to be. It that. never was. Whoa. Okay. Never. I'll give you a quick example, and I've said this before, but it's a it's a clear example. You look outside, or you at a grocery store, or you in a mall, or whatever the fuck, and you look down the hall. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's a it's a nigga smacking fire off a bitch, pow, pow, firing her up. Right? What do you do? I go out there trying to help. Her. You go tighten him up. Mm-hmm. If it was four niggas, it's gonna be a WWE match. Ladder match, top of the ropes, jumping on his fucking head. Yeah. Right? I'm on, I'm on if you see a woman smacking fire off a nigga, pow, pow, what do you do? I let this happen. You think, what did he do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, so here's where the texture changes. When a woman sees a man assaulting a woman, she would obligate her boyfriend to do something. If a woman sees a man, assault, a woman assaulting a man, she would stand idle by, maybe encourage or question what he did. That is a lack of respect for men because here's where it gets real. You can ask any woman, what if your son came home and then some woman was smacking fire off of him 30 times in a row and all he did was what you taught him was to walk away? I bet you wish it was a bitch over there to stump that hoe in the chest. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? If you say it was your daddy, your daddy's elderly, and it was some woman that was mad that day, and he cut her in line, and she started firing him up. You would wish somebody saved him. But women do not have a general respect for men. Now, they respect their father. They respect their uncle. They might respect their man or their son, but not a general respect for men that would make them have a moral obligation to protect any man they see with a problem. You see, but it, the same thing goes for men. Now, Breon, again, knows, AR knows. If I see a nigga walking down the street, I pull over. You cool, my nigga? You all right? Yeah, I'm cool. Or, man, I'm good. Come on, get in. Now, I'm not saying everybody should do that. I'm prepared to defend or protect myself, but I also don't look like the nigga to play with. So, but I care for, so even if I just got to, I don't know. I, you know, I get out and push niggas' cars if they push me. I don't give a fuck what I got on in this. Whatever you've seen, I'll run across. I don't care what's going But I respect people, but I give extra care to men because that's who's forgotten about. So, so on that note, do you feel like it's hard for men to be able to express themselves just based 100%. off of that? 100%. So we keep everything bottled up. You know what I mean? There, We don't really have a... So therapy is a big thing right now, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, is, it a, is therapy a trend? Yes. Okay. Yes. It, it, it's, it's, I think it'll continuously grow, but I think it's going in a negative direction. Mm. Um, therapy should be in the black home. Mm. 
solely. But that starts with saying, you all right? You cool? Mm-hmm. No, you're not. What, what's up? What happened? I talked to you yesterday, so it had to be what's something at work. And you might got to allude to it for a motherfucker to share it with you. But you can't consider. So here's the problem. is people going to therapy, right? But they're going to therapy to be told about their lives by people who have never lived it. It's, it's like a it's like a dog getting therapy from a duck. The dog goes in and the duck is sitting there with stupid fucking glasses and his little notepad, his fucking webbed feet, leg crossed. And the and the and the dog sits down and he says, uh, I don't know why the dog is a nigga in my head, but <laughs> so the dog's like, Yeah, I'm in my yard, and this nigga walked past, right? And the nigga is at my gate, and he kind of standing there. So I barked at the nigga, Oh, nigga, get the fuck out of here! And the dog come in, and they got to go to sniff his ass, and the nigga didn't let me sniff his ass, so I bit the shit out of him. Right. And the duck would be like, Why would you do that? Because ducks don't bite, ducks don't bark, ducks don't sniff ass. Why are you doing this? Why would? You? So where did it come from? What traumas happen in your life to make you feel like you should defend your property from someone who's not imposing on it? What made you think that you should vocalize? You should be so aggressively verbal against someone who's not looking to harm you. And the dog will be like, damn, I am fucked up. But that's his instinct. That's his nature. However, if that dog was having therapy done by a dog, the dog would have been like, so check, flop down on the chair. All right, so before the other dog, before the therapist can even ask him, so I'm in the yard, right? Dude walk up, and he and he start putting his ass by my fence. And then he come in, and I'm barking like, get the fuck out of here. And then the dog come in, and I try to sniff his ass, and he ain't let me sniff his ass. The dog would be like, so you bit the shit out of him, huh? <laughs> and then the dog would be like, yeah. So after I bit the nigga, we kind of roll for a minute, and it would make sense. And he would be like, okay, next time give him another sniff. Let him sniff your ass. Offer your invitation or your greeting before you request one from him respectfully give him some distance and let him let him size you up you know put your tail under so he knows that you're not looking to harm him the dog will give this dog the therapy that he needs you can't a dog can't get no therapy from a duck so people that are going to therapy that may genuinely need therapy should not be going to people that are not of the culture or lifestyle that they've lived because these people have never lived or experienced this culture to say that their actions or, or characteristics are right or wrong. So it's only ever going to be wrong if they, didn't, if they didn't learn it from a book. And I'm sure you can imagine how many books are correctly um, represented, uh, correct representatives of black people. Right. <laughs> a couple. <laughs> if that. God damn. Oh, man. I'm fucked up. I don't think you are. <laughs> this, this, man, about, man. You just might not have had somebody tell you what you needed to hear. My, t- I tell my tattoo clients, it ain't my job to tell you or to, to do what you want. My job is to give you what you didn't know you needed to have. You booked me for a reason. Straight up. That's what I, he was like, I remember when you was tapping me one time, I was like, no, nah, I want this. He was like, no, nah, but. You paying me to do what I need to do. You know what I mean? So, And you can trust me because I'm only here to do my best work. Right. I'm not tattooing for you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm not tattooing for some regular motherfucker to see it. I'm tattooing for the other artist that's going to try to take that bitch apart. You know? 
And then they, that nigga's gonna be like, damn, my fucking horn. I bet you paid too much. How the fuck you know you can't do it, weird ass nigga? <laughs> you feel me? You can't listen. You can't tell a motherfucker that, that that if I tell a motherfucker you did my tattoo, they gonna say shit. If I tell a motherfucker Amani Trey Niner did it, let me see. Take it off now. Let me see it. I'm putting everything into it, you know. So whatever that ain't shit this, to do with this, that. Oh man, I needed this episode. I needed this one. Mm, I needed this one. Yeah. I knew this was gonna be crazy, but giving you everything I got. Uh, man, I'm gonna tell you how much fuck Breon because Breon knows I don't put my son on social media. Nobody knows about. I don't. Motherfuckers that have been fans for me for years don't even know I have a child. Man, straight up, I don't do that. My son ain't choose this life. He wants to now, but he understand. I tell you, I used to put pictures of him on, on Facebook and shit early. He was young, young, young. I bought him a dirt bike. He's like three. He couldn't ride it until he was four, so he looked at it every day. It's like, I'm going to ride it and all this shit. And I let him ride that motherfucker, and I took some pictures. I'm I'm proud. I, this is my, I'm doing this by myself. Not only can I keep him alive, <laughs> right. you know, but I can buy him some shit that he don't specifically need. And I was... <laughs> I lived in a bando with my son when he was one, two years old. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? No lights, no gas, no water, none of that shit. I had extension cords running from the house next door for us to have a, a space heater and a little light and shit like this. This is real life. My son don't remember this shit because he was too young. He's 15 now. He don't remember shit that young. But I I, I did that to get here. Mm. You hear me? I didn't. I didn't, And it was times where the motherfuckers was talking greasy. You know, he ain't have all the new clothes at that time. He ain't have it. I couldn't afford that. I still don't get my son. I got, you know, I got sneaker niggas. I know more sneaker niggas than this nigga know. And he's a sneaker nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Man, and my son could have every shoe he ever wanted. Shit that's never released. But I don't do that because I still to this day don't want to get him shit that I might not be able to sustain if shit get different. You feel me? So, but that's that's my own perspective. And, you know, but. That's um, humble. But um, <laughs> but I, I was saying fuck Breon because this is how much I love you. I'm giving you shit that don't know. I don't tell people about my son. I don't put him on there. He's ready now, mm -hmm. but it's because I, that's what I was saying. The dirt bike. And so this woman, we at Walmart. I'll never forget. And I posted these pictures of him with the you know with this dirt bike. He's you know all this shit. You know all this cool <laughs> posing and shit. And I'm I'm turned like this is the thing for me. I'm raising this child by myself. Mm -hmm. So these kind of things is big, and I posted it on Facebook, and then probably was a couple weeks later or something. And this woman walks past me to my son and said, "Hey, you like your dirt bike?" That was the last thing. <laughs> but social media makes you think you know people and the children. And I knew that I—I I told you I know who I am. I knew who I was before I became that. You see what I'm saying? Before I became, before you recognized who I was. So I know that I'm only going to become bigger. I'm going to do more. Anything you've ever seen me do was old when you saw it. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the shit that I'm working on, I'm working on something. I'm not going to forget about the, the, my son, the, the importance of that. But I'm working on something right now that's going to take me another 13 or 14 years to pull off. And I've been working on it for six or seven years already. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The shit that I, but my point is saying, what I'm saying is that I don't put my son in social media, but this, I'm giving you this because it is about parents. It's about fathers. And if I can encourage another nigga to fight for that boy, mm -hmm. go get that little girl. 
If you got a child, nigga, that motherfucking baby is equally yours as it is that woman. If you on that birth certificate, can't nobody let you get shit. Can't nobody stop you from doing a motherfucking thing. That's a terrible narrative. It's thinking that because that woman had that child, it belongs to her. The day that a child belongs to a woman is when she can impregnate herself. So until she can fuck her own dick, she can't have no motherfucking <laughs> child by herself. But it, it's, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, fuck you. But you see what I'm saying? Oh, I did, I you, know, you know, but it's, it's something that, you know, niggas have the terrible perspective that women own the children because most niggas was raised by women, you know, and things like this. But I stand up about that, man. Go get that. But I, we... I've been knowing this nigga since before he had a child. Yeah. I told him when, when the little Brian, I said, "Man, go get that boy. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let don't come back over here and not tell me you went and did your thing to work harder to get that boy because you can't, man. You can't half ass that shit is that shit is fucking gut wrenching to me. Mm-hmm. The idea of how manipulative things can be to a nigga that just don't know enough. I um so today my my daughter started. Soccer last week. Congratulations. Appreciate you. And my well, today, so today, I, it was a lot, a lot of stuff going on. I didn't want to be late for, for here. Mm-hmm. My daughter does soccer on Tuesdays at, at six. Respect. I get off of work at five. Okay. She lives out in Avon. Mm-hmm. So originally, my daughter's mother called. What me you do? Her. You work. You work. I'm every a day. regional operations manager for my job. So I blood get ready to quit your job. Get ready to. I'll come back in this bitch once a week. Start, I'm telling you right now what you do. When you get all the views from this or whatever the fuck it is, are you putting this on? What are you putting this on? Everything. Apple YouTube music, and shit like that? Apple. Put a picture of us. AR been shooting. Put a picture. Of, he got, he got a got, thousand pictures. Picture. Listen to what the fuck I'm saying, blood. Get, get, get 10, 15 pictures, 20, 30 pictures from AR. Mm-hmm. They're going to be sliced. This nigga's amazing. Put the audio to these pictures as they interchange over the course of the entire thing. Put it on YouTube, Instagram, all that. Come on. I'm business is what I do. Then guess what you can do? Now you you got all these pictures with Amani Trey Niner. What you do is let a motherfucker know. You get them views, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all usually get. Y'all probably ain't put it on. I might put it on my shit, I feel like. It probably not. You I mean, I pay me shit. Nah, I probably won't. But, <laughs> but listen, what you do, I don't give a fuck if you get a thousand views, right? You can go to ten businesses and say, yo, give me $100. I can put you in front of 1,000 people that you ain't seen that don't know about your business. You just did $1,000 on one day. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then guess what you do? You do it every fucking day. Every day. All you look for is the views. And then you can get a motherfucker to give you $100. Guess what it'll be next? $200, $300, $500, dollars to put them in front of 20,000, 30,000 people. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I get these views. But I just, I don't get, I just, I ain't never been on, my phone just died. I've never been on TikTok before. Mm-hmm. AR was like, why don't you be on TikTok? Why don't you give it, I, my, 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 what's her name? Uh, not, not what is her name, her, her position. My assistant put me on TikTok, three million views the first day. Whatever, uh, it's, it's probably, I don't know, it's probably five, six of them with a half a million views. It just She just posted this shit. If I'm on that bitch, it's going up. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And all you do is make sure you bring the fucking pressure. Don't you interview nobody just because you know them. You interview the pressure. <laughs> and then look what you can do. Then you get $1,000 a promo spot. 
and then you say, this is brought to you, this this segment is brought to you by Grind City. Grind City is a restoration, uh, spe- uh, a studio, a shop of restoration specialists that will turn your dream car into your new car. Resto mods, a fabrication, wheel tucking, uh, new LS installs. And look what you did. Oh, yeah, here you go. AR comes through again. Look at this. This is just a couple minutes ago. 80,000 views, 600,000 views, that was yesterday. 300,000 views, 350, whatever. Oh, they, oh, yeah, they deleted the one that was 3 million. But you can clearly see from day one. This Look, I don't even know. What, where's the date? This is the date. That's, that's, what's that, a couple days? That's not a week ago, ain't it? A week ago. That's the first one. A week ago. You can see it. If I'm on it, it's up. I never did TikTok because I don't need a reason to. I don't need to do social media at all. My name is bigger than social media for me. You can't, you don't need to go and research me to know about me. Just talk to somebody. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that to say, I don't know what you was about to tell me about that little girl. Be at them motherfucking soccer games. Yeah. Make the snacks for them. Work hard. I guarantee you, look in my motherfucking eyes. It won't take you 12 months to be everywhere you want to be with that little girl. Fuck that job. They don't pay you. Make you make you make two bands a, a week. I bet you can if you if you do what the fuck I just said. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> All you gotta do is put the effort in. Find these businesses that have one a disposable one hundred dollars. Get ten of them. And then you do the same thing for the $200. New businesses. And then look, when you don't accept one from one of the old ones, they be like, and you tell them, well, the new minimum is 500 But all they need is one. Whatever the product is, if it's $100, all you got to say is, I can get you one motherfucking client. It makes your $100 worth it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you would be out of that motherfucking job and doing something you enjoy for a living. Calculated moves. Everything must make sense. My bad. So your daughter was... You <laughs> I mean, Jada was going to better than this. <laughs> 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 no, no, I was saying... I basically was just saying, like... Uh, I basically said my, my daughter's mother was sick today and, I, and it was either I go pick Savannah up and I take her to practice and then I got to take her back home, which is me... Get my the practice into seven. Yeah. I have to go all the way out to Avon and getting right. out of Avon is like yeah. crazy at okay. seven o'clock. Why do you live in Avon? Do you work in Avon? No, that's where my daughter's mother lives. Oh, gotcha. So she work in Avon? No. Where's she work? That's weird. Why don't y'all live in teacher. the neighborhood? She's a teacher. Why do y'all live around all those people that are not of your culture? <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> I'm staying away from that. <laughs> Stay, I'm gonna tell you, I'm a street nigga, so I know a lot of very successful street niggas. They don't want to say, you know, but niggas that have properly exited the streets yeah. did immediately run to Brownsburg Avon Beach Grove and all this mm-hmm. goofy ass shit how the fuck you gonna put some money in some areas that didn't build you god damn I never live nowhere but in this city and that's funny my buddy said the same thing I he said bro I would never live outside of my neighborhood I would not. regardless if I got a million dollars or nothing I'll just buy the house next to my me. uncle my uncle I had property before I, I started buying property when I was in my 20s, shit like this. Late 20s, shit like this. My uncle. Shout to Come On. Huh? Come On. That's respect. the guy who said yeah. Respect. That's not my uncle, but I understand yeah. what you're saying now. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle Andre, he has had property, and he was like, uh, I was building a property for one of my one of my people that I fuck with heavy. I love him. And I, I, he said, uh, 
He said, why are you putting so much money in here? You redo it. I broke it down to the frame, to the studs, built it up. It's ceramic everywhere. Do carpet, do everything, whatever the fuck you like. Cut a bar into the fucking, uh, I mean, you know, built a bar into the into the kitchen. Do bathroom, all this new shit, nice shit in the bathroom. The tiles from the ceiling to the floor. Like, you you know, whatever the fuck, all this shit. And he's like, you you building a, a $150,000, $200,000 house in an area where it's $30,000. He said, well, "You gotta wait until the, to the, to the, uh, to the mark, yeah, to the, no, 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 property the, value, uh, the increases. property value goes up." Mm-hmm. I said, "How do you think property value goes up?" <laughs> God damn it! Welcome home. Now, Marvel. now, guess what? He built another motherfucker. Built a three hundred thousand dollars house right down the street from. Him. Another one down the street, so on and so forth. I'm trying to lock that bitch up. Give me all of them before these niggas come and do that. Because what happens is motherfuckers wait for people that don't got nothing to do with that neighborhood come and put money in the neighborhood. Gentrification. No, it's not gentrification. Hmm. No, there's a difference between gentrification and improvements. Hmm. Improvements is where you make things better. Mm -hmm. Gentrification is where you implement businesses and cultures that are not that of the community that's being built in. Hmm. I'm improving. I'm building new houses. I just happen to enjoy putting niggas in them. And I want them niggas to have them and buy them and own them. But that's not, that's not my point. I'm saying there's a, people say gentrification whenever they get something new. That's not real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, so I'm saying don't be negative to people that are making your community look better. Niggas think that the community is supposed to look like the neighborhood it was when you grew up your whole life. I think and it's not real. I think the issue with that is it's just pe- they're putting $300,000 houses in a $50,000 neighborhood that wow. people can't afford them. You tripping. I'm, Niggas got money. I'm just, don't talk to me about I'm that. We're going to go down a different direction. Niggas got money for real. What, how much y'all house? How much your baby mama house? It ain't hers, it ain't her Whoever the fuck, there's some oh, money, it's, ain't it? Yeah, it's some money. Quarter million dollars, two hundred thousand dollars, give or take. Mm-hmm. What the fuck you thought? You thought your your, your mom and them? Your, what, what I'm saying is, no. Listen to what I'm telling you. Go ahead, break it down. Niggas got money, and they not spending three hundred thousand. I just told you, motherfucker, go get their credit together and then go get a loan. Mm-hmm. What you think? You think I want cash from you when you ready to get your house? We talked about this, right? Mm-hmm. You think I want cash from you? No, nigga, go. First of all, this podcast will be doing good enough. You can't pay me cash. <laughs> but before that, nigga, go get a fucking loan. Get your credit together. Whatever the fuck you want to do, go get a loan. You're gonna your 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 home builder's loan mm-hmm. can be written out to the contractor. I'm a contractor. I'm gonna build this house for you. Pay your nigga, and then you in a quarter million dollar house. You pay your fucking eight hundred dollars a month or whatever the fuck thousand dollars a month to that bank till you own that bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? They can build three hundred thousand dollar houses in that neighborhood. It just niggas need to be looking for that shit early. But don't buy a three hundred thousand dollar house when you could have bought your grandma rusty, dusty, fucked up ass house and owned it. When you could have you, you listen. I'm gonna tell you what niggas. Over, I own more land, more property than I own structures and buildings, right? Mm-hmm. But it's because when I'm in the neighborhood. And I see, you see house, 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 big ass patch of grass, house, house, house. I want the grass. Give me the dirt. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's a lot more difficult to turn a house that's already standing into a $300,000 house than it is to build one from scratch. I want the dirt. And that's what I encourage you to do. You get an extra three hundred. And I don't want to say extra, like it's a throw. You know, but you get an extra three thousand or five thousand, eight thousand dollars tax time. Prepare for it. 
tax time. Save up. You say whatever the fuck. I don't know what people do, but get you eight thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, and buy some dirt. I bought the, I bought the property. I bought the house of my son that I built for my son when he was nine. But I bought dirt, and then you wait a year or two, and then you have a foundation poured. Think about if you didn't send your child to college, you bought him a house. You hear me? Mm. Think about it. One year you buy a little lot. That shit ain't but ten thousand dollars, give or take. Maybe six thousand dollars, maybe five thousand dollars, whatever the fuck. You buy it in the neighborhood. Believe in the neighborhood. You feel what I'm saying? Then you then, then, then a year later, two years later. All right, we ain't doing no criminal this year. Ain't no criminal, but I'ma have that cement poured. We ain't going on vacation. I'm gonna have a foundation and the roof done. You don't get we ain't doing all that Easter shit. Yeah, you ain't got nothing but the time. electrical and yeah. drywall done. This is one thing a year. In ten years, you can spend ten thousand dollars a year, which is less than you spend on food, eating out, not staying alive, and have your child a house by the time they're eighteen. God damn it! I was gonna buy a steak and shake. <laughs> you are fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna go talk to the dude. He's shitty that he got the information. God damn it, Savannah! All right, you get a house when you're 18. <laughs> Fuck! Oh, I love them fries. Oh, that steak burger. <laughs> them fucking malt chocolate. Milkshakes, goddammit. But why don't you just go buy a milkshake and not the whole place? What are you fucking Willy Wonka? What are you doing? You want to sit around and bitch eating? Wild. You're going to die. You're going to have a fucking heart attack. You, I just saved your life. Fuck you. I just saved your life. That man was going to have a heart attack a year oh, in. Oh, God, man. This, this, is, this has truly been a treat, man. Yeah, man. Man, I, I, I really, really, really appreciate it. I feel like I, I didn't... Formerly know you before respect this but aside from a couple like times a, we, yeah a, like a brother like that's really taught me some shit today. in the real life mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and that, that that really means a lot to me for sure and you got my number because you fuck with this nigga my my personal number you see what I'm saying got and you. I don't fuck around it ain't but a handful of motherfuckers got my number you hit me you got a question you working on something you feel away motherfucker hurts your feelings you know how I'm, when I talk to you, I look you in your eyes because mm-hmm. I mean what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And you hit me, let me know what time it is, nigga. What I be on AR ass? Man, what's wrong, nigga? <laughs> man, nothing, man, nigga. Yes, it is. Nigga. <laughs> Stop. I'm not the nigga to come around if you feeling away and you don't want to talk about it at all. You don't want. I'm gonna get it out you or you gonna leave. You feel me? A motherfucker gonna love me or hate me for the same reason because mm. I am who I am. I'd rather a motherfucker not fuck with me for me being who I am than fuck with me for being somebody I ain't. Thanks. I wanna uh I also wanna thank uh one of the true heroes of this uh episode, uh Jamel Urel. Ooh. That's who gave me the, the gym. Really? Mm. Oh <laughs> it makes so much sense. <laughs> that's Jarrell, you motherfucker. That's my dog. That's like when I tell you I talked to this man probably you know, I just tattooed him the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me. Yeah. yeah. I, I, we seen the video that you put up on, yeah. on the TikTok. Oh, yeah. Man, so he was like, so. Man, I've been knowing that nigga since he was a man, kid, man. So he he was, I told him that you was coming on. He was like, bro, man, this is one of them shows that gotta go crazy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna do everything I possibly can. He was like, bro, here. Boom, 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 boom. Just wow, you shit. dirty motherfucker. Like, oh, you. Oh, I said, I said, bro, you got that? All right, just roll. And he was just, I was like, bro, I got you. Don't worry. About <laughs> yeah. <it."> Jamel. <laughs> Jamel was just, he was, he was. One of the realest niggas you'll ever meet. Oh, he's solid he as a just, rock. 
He will tell you how it is straight up. Yeah. No sugarcoating, no nothing. I've yeah. been knowing him. And he's a nice guy, though, For sure. too. And, and yeah. He's not a piece of shit. Like, it takes some people to say what they feel. They, they, you got to be abrasive. Man, he's not. Mm-hmm. He's solid. And I just, watching that nigga grow over this time, he just, shout out to, the, SR, shout out to the SRT club. You know, he's, he's out there with the 392. Yeah. Right now. I, don't <laughs> I don't know if y'all know. He's yeah, in the yeah, right he's, now. He's growing a lot. Looking like sure. something. Man, that man is, man, I knew the nigga when he was in high school. Like, it's That's just, my dog. Man, that nigga cool as a If you don't know who yeah. I'm talking about, Jamel, Jamel, uh, Jamel Ural, a.k.a. Warren Peace. Warren Peace, Peace. yeah. Show. Peace, yeah. my nigga, my dog. So, um, August was dedicated to giving our niggas, our people, their flowers based off of what they've done in our community. And yes. you are true. I had to. I had to. You truly deserve your flowers while you're here. I definitely had to reach out, bro. I really, really, really bro. appreciate you. Fucking with us and rocking with us, man. This this episode was full of gems, full of knowledge, full of love, full of courage. And I'm not I'm I'm definitely not leaving here the same per type of person. Man, that's what it's about. We you gotta inspire I mean? each other. I, I damn I really appreciate you, big dog. Facts. Man, I'm and here for I know uh, I know Breon was was excited about this and if he's excited about something I'm I'm excited. You know what Real I mean? life. Now knowing why he was excited it just makes so much more sense. My nigga. You know what I mean? So um Anything you want to say? Man, I just, again, bro, thank you. You know what I mean? Just for always being my guy, always being, you know, a, a guy I can always call and depend you know. on. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so we've been locked in for years, bro. It's and I just, it's, yeah, bro, yeah. you know what I mean? So um, I just, again, man, I just appreciate everything that you've done or, and continue to do. Not just for me, you yes, know what I'm saying, but not just for him, not for just, you know, him, yes, you know, but for everybody. You know what I mean? Because yeah, well, you, you're able to put either a smile on somebody's face or give them a new perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's that's powerful. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's powerful, bro. Because I appreciate this because you know a lot about me for quite a while. And J- Jamel, for so long, it's things that, it's things that I can't say mm-hmm. that I've done because it sounds like, you know, mm-hmm. it sound, but that another motherfucker can say. And I think people know, but sometimes don't. Um, I was at a I was I was at a situation where people were um, kind of re, re uh, kind of commemorating the life of a person that passed. And I heard so many amazing things said about this person by people that I talk to all the time that I never even knew, knew this person. Hmm. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? Mm, yeah. I don't want that. Tell a motherfucker about me now. Yeah, I, I can hear the shit. <laughs> now, I don't even need to hear it, but tell him so that another motherfucker can do what I'm doing. I, even if a nigga don't like me and he want to say, nigga, fuck him, I can do better than that, I still win because I only care about the people. Damn. Damn. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's important to tell people where you learn this. Who did you see do it? Mm-hmm. Where did this nigga learn? How did he become this way? What makes you think? Who did you know? How did you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes we gotta treat things like the like the walk of fame. You know, the star on the walk of fame. Yeah. You know that you can't get one without being recommended by another person that has a star. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if somebody respects you. And you talking about business? Why are you not bringing me up? If we talking about tattoo, which that's not even a thing, you know, that ain't even a question. But whatever it is, why am I not being spoken about? If we talking about emotional impact, why is this not? Why am I not being brought up? Are you gonna wait till I'm fucking dead? That's weird. 
I don't know nothing about that, and it's not. I, you know, I don't want an aftershock. I want a wave. Mm-hmm. So with, I'm going to close this out by saying, do what you can for people while you can see them and while they can hear you. Don't undervalue the things you're currently doing because nothing is classic while it's happening. Mm. And we should not forget that absolutely anybody can get it. <laughs>